Episode one with our long-awaited guest, Mr. Andrew Fawcett. After a delayed vacation in December due to the Rona, Andy finally touched down and was kind enough to waste some time with me and Nate. It has been a few years since we all sat down for a heart-to-heart and reflection on the good old days. Several topics are tackled here, including how Korea has changed, the decision to move back to Canada, navigating the education system in Ontario, and other general banter. Love you, buddy. Don't forget to check out K-Art by Juju, Korean abstract letter art created and shipped anywhere worldwide by the super talented Juju Park McNally. Great for unique gifts. Custom orders are available. Check her out on social media. That's K-Art by Juju. All of her stuff is incredible, except that Edmonton Oilers one. You can burn that orange and blue piece of shit and throw it in the garbage. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. Welcome back to another episode of This Korean Life, number 67, featuring Andrew Fawcett. Our rescheduled from December. Uh, glad to have you in, man. Oh, thank you very much. It feels like, uh, yeah, I'm like these comedians on tour there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, re- postpone, keep your tickets. Yeah. Or refunds at the door, you know, whatever. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Welcome. Uh, how long has it been since you left the penance? Not so good at uh, math, but I, I left March uh, 2014, so what, eight years almost. Wow. Jeez, Coming up on the eight an- eighth anniversary, so very exciting to be back. Uh, cruising... Uh, Okdong and other dongs today there with Nate. Uh, lots changed in, in Ulsan. So, so certainly my first impression is uh, lots of good memories everywhere I look. Certainly um, a lot of the, the... So much was modernized in the last couple of years. Like yep. I would say from 2010 to 2014. So I saw the big high rises. And now there's additional ones where you may not expect them. So not Riverside necessarily, although there is a there's a hotel or two there. But um, they do creep up in the middle of the the Jutech neighborhoods now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm uh, I'm gonna put some photos up on my Facebook. Nobody uses Facebook anymore, but I <laughs> I, I I feel like uh, there's a lot of people. You know, we've probably met a thousand people in the years we've been here that that are curious because yeah. once you're out of country, you're out, and when you're in, you're in. So yeah. Absolutely. So you're feeling a lot of nostalgia since uh, since coming back. Very much so, and I and I uh, I feel very good to be here. It's not like visiting a a foreign country. So there is a there is a home aspect. Um, a little bit confused with the signing in with the restaurants and things like that. I gotta <laughs> carry a piece of paper. I don't have the. Um, if you don't like it, you can just park your truck out front and, and honk the horn, and they'll just let you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, the uh, the trucker uh, thing there, Ottawa. Um, you know, I like to be on the scene, but I was uh, I, I actually did not walk well, take a walk through Trucker Town there. I was out in the suburbs of Canada, and and uh, so that story will grow in the next twenty years, where I was there and uh, stepping in with the grandmas, and you know, you will not pass or you shall not pass. But uh, you arm wrestled the yeah. No, I was just doing that. regular things going shopping <laughs> yeah missed it all very nice very coming nice. coming back i'm just curious mm-hmm. um how korean do you live in canada uh fairly a couple meals a that's week a good or, question. Uh, or what how much koreanness is still left in the house there i i think quite a bit like jihee would still talk to you in uh in korean quite a bit in terms of the cuisine uh yeah sure uh, i'm trying to think jihee will try to recreate some dishes they never quite 
taste the same, <laughs> but um, I a expect for even for like the jajamian there, I'm not even pronouncing it right, but jajamian, jajamian yeah. like I, that's probably my 14th favorite food here, maybe 20th, and I had some here, and I don't know what they're roasting it, or they do something, yeah. I'm absolutely addicted, it's like when you get into these cuisines, and you're like, I could eat Indian every day for the rest of my life, yeah. I can eat Greek, you know, whatever. <laughs> you can eat jajamian. Yeah, yeah, so I was having that on quarantine there three three days in a row. Oh, they, um, you guys got a quarantine box, yeah? They give you the, all the. Oh no, we do uh, still do we that? kicked G One out of his apartment. Uh, G One is my brother. Yeah, so, yeah, we kicked him out of the apartment. He went to live with mom. Yeah, and then we had the seven days and just ordering in. Oh, beautiful! Now your ordering in is very advanced. I noticed that's a little different. You just pay everything and well, just you bring it. Well, I feel like you can get everything you now. Push two buttons and it shows up. <laughs> yeah, so so that's that's certainly new for me. There's a couple things. Things will come back to me as we're talking here, but mm. um, uh, just uh, yeah, just a few things are different. And uh, uh, driving uh, Jihee's mom's car, the uh, no stick. It's this turn wheel for drive, reverse. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I hadn't seen that. Hadn't seen the. Um, he likes the automatic the stop at the stoplight. The automatic stops like what? No car? idle. Your yeah, car yeah. broken? You know, what's going on there? <laughs> Just turns off, eh? So, so Korea has always impressed me. It used to be pointy shoes back in the early two thousands, but they, these things just drift over to Canada, and and they think it's all neat. So I was like, well, yeah, we had this, uh, you know, we had these high stepper shoes there well, about four years ago. I thought when they when we bought the Santa Fe there, I think it was twenty sixteen. And which seems like a long time ago now, but they said it has the automatic idle control where it just stops at every stoplight when you stop. And mm. I thought, ah, that's annoying. And, and at the beginning, I absolutely hated it. It was so weird to get used to stopping. Every, just push the brake. I'm fine. Mm. Anyways, the I thought, man, isn't there isn't something going to wear out starting and stopping <laughs> that many yeah. times? So they've lied to us all these like years. 20, like 20, 30 times every time you go driving somewhere, you got to stop, start, stop, start, yeah. stop, start. You don't even, now I don't even notice it. Like you said it, I don't even, doesn't even. That was the number one thing I thought of. <laughs> Other yeah. than not being annoying to the guy behind me while I'm like, well, I swear it's going to kick in here in a second. Yeah. The, the gas there. <laughs> but it's like, this can't be good. But obviously Korea yeah. has solved it. So um, leaving Ulsan and just kind of reading the tea leaves and, you know, there was a thought, at least in my mind, well, this is, you know, Rust Belty kind of Pittsburgh. Not that Pittsburgh hasn't had a renaissance, but uh, uh, how's Ulsan doing? I always wondered about that. When of course. When you're far away and you're checking in, uh, we talk all the time. Yeah. You can't convey it as well, but it seems like things are things are rocking. There, I remember... But it was probably after you left too. There was a couple of really scary articles that popped up in uh, yeah, in American media. Were yeah. like, "Ulsan's dead," yeah. blah blah blah. But <laughs> we had uh, Mr. Boris Briglovich in here, um, and he was saying, giving uh, shedding some light on how Ulsan's totally reinventing itself. We're going to be like the the hydrogen hub of mm, of, world. Uh, of the world. And yeah. it's funny, I read an article about that independently. Yeah, Just, yeah. you know, it happened. To- Say you'll sign on. It's it uh, it's wild, man. Yeah, it's so, wild. So so really glad things are good and everyone's working. You know, of the friends and yeah, yeah, yeah. Life goes on. It's good, man. Yeah. Minus half the squad getting Corona on arrival. Yeah. So it kind of came by the time this broadcast. Who knows where we'll be? You know, the world could be over. But uh, uh, yeah, a couple of the squad members are out with. Uh, with uh, Big uh C. what do we call now Omicron there? With Transformers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there, uh, Omicron. Autobots. That's yeah. the funniest name I've ever heard. Yeah. It, it it sounds like a robot jumped in your nose. And... Yeah, exactly. So so uh, I, I'm glad uh, right now we're I'm living clean and no no uh, 
Corona. I'm here till for three weeks, so mm. whatever I can uh, overcome. But really great to see see the boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm. Uh, you know, you were here in the early days. I'm really interested to hear about the old days in Downdong mm. and Soju Tents. Can you uh, can you tell the the listeners who may be, you know, new tools on uh, a little bit about the back in the day in the in the Wild West, as Eric calls it? Yeah, yeah. There's all there's this expression Paris in the 20s, like when Hemingway was with all these French artists there in in Paris, and and there was a feeling of that where uh, a little rough around the edges, but like something new and wonderful was happening. Because yeah. Canada just kind of steady eddy, not much goes on. But like, oh, oh, uh, McDonald's pops up. They always had the McDonald's here, but but um, there'd be something that would come up. It's like, oh, this big bridge, or or uh, oh, I can get subway, or. But early, early days, it was yeah. Soju tents were just coming to the to an end. They they hung on, kind of. <laughs> really gripped onto the, the mountainside say we're not leaving there was a couple left when you guys were here i think but mm. it was pretty much yeah. dead uh yeah just lots of like carts and lady i remember this one-eyed lady there she used to make me a ham and cheese sandwich after mckenzie's which is uh it's one of the first uh foreigner bars still going as far as i know one of the one of the he's got all kinds of stuff there now it's, oh does he yeah new guy new oh. guy took over oh i'll have to drop in yeah. you know a lot of wood back in the day so all the places you'd have the uh Dirty couch doily uh, coffee shops, and they were, you know, they were just fine kind of dainty places. And then you'd have a lot of wood, like a tombstone and, and, uh, no, uh. The old tabang agashis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. And coffee delivery coffee girls. Coffee delivery. Don't say that too much here. Walk around. It's kind of, well, it's probably all. I, did, I, I was introduced to that, uh, that culture there, getting my motorcycle fixed. And the lady showed yeah. up with coffees and started rubbing the guy's hog. I was like, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this your girlfriend? He goes, no, she delivers coffee on Tuesdays. Yeah, I always wonder about <laughs> these guys. These guys are just sort of grinding it out. Got a little businesses. Like, I was getting a bowling ball once. And one of these girls came. Not, nothing's going on, but it's it's always uh, shine these, your balls it's, in. Yeah, it's one of these, yeah, one of these power dynamic things. Got kind of three agishes, and the girl sits and is bored with their stories. And yeah. you know, I'm trying to buy a ball, and they're you know kind of not nice to her, but whatever, serve us. And uh, yeah, that that stuff was certainly going on there back in the day. And but but you kind of uh, I always say, and I'm sure others do. In Wilson, you learn something new every day, and you really do. You go, oh, that's how that works. Well, that the guy we just interviewed to on Monday, um, he was. What's the name of his book? This is normal now. This is normal to these me now. things. All seem normal to these me. These things all seem Great normal. Title. Oh, and it, it's so relevant. I mean, until someone yeah. comes to visit and is like, wow, that, that's a very different. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing it? Why is that lady taking a shit in the middle of the street? Yeah, like, why oh. is the lady changing the diaper at the Munsu Stadium? There? Well, <laughs> I don't want to miss a goal. I, I actually yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And you, you do have a lot of speeds because you really do have the old school, you know, I was here when Korea was a poor country and I've seen some stuff. Yeah. I don't give a poop, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you have these very dynamic, fun kind of people, uh, the young people, uh, I, I still find them very uh, 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 polite. Everyone's very polite. A lot of good service here. You go into the Home Plus, everyone's uh, you know giving you a yogurt. And, uh, and I, I had forgotten. And, and the one thing, I always thought Canadians are polite, and they are polite. But in Korea, you know, I can remember sending emails when I was working here. And, and people are really sort of working the issues and trying to get back to you with a, with a problem. There's been a few times when I've been uh, in Canada... Not so much for work, but just just dealing with uh, you know, general general life. stuff, and and uh, like somebody doesn't return my email, you go, 
What? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I find I find here in general just that because it's the peninsula and nobody else speaks Korean in the world, mm. and I don't mean I mean as a nation. Mm. Um, here, like when you need phone service or aftercare or whatever you guys call it, a warranty yeah. or whatever, mm. like man, you you never have to wait here. No. And this is 50, 55 million. Yeah. Canada is going to be 37, 38 maybe. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Here you get someone within usually a minute every time and they're fixing your problem on the spot. And like if I got a phone Air Canada or Air Miles or, or anybody at home, it's like, oh, you it's talk to the robot. project. Talk to the robot. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I agree in that way. You, you, it's very, very efficient here. Yeah. And the, 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 there's still that collective buy-in. I don't know. What, what do you call it? The, 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 the brotherhood and sisterhood. Not... Han is it? Lemmingism. The, the, the feeling that you have that any Korean you Han's, Han is the is the deep sadness that the older generation experiences. I believe that mm, that unique. Oh, I, oh I, I, okay. I, I can't even. Okay, talk. so that's I shouldn't an, even try and explain. No, that No, but one that's there. an adjacent term to what I'm looking for, anyways. But but there is this idea, and we'll have to check. Jung. Jung. Like Jung. everyone is a brother and a sister. Yeah. At the end of the day, you'd be arguing with them in the street. You'd be you know buying something at the. Uh, GS25. So everyone's bought into the program still. And mm. I I thought as we got going here that everyone would become more individualistic. And, and perhaps they are. Um, people doing their thing. I mean, they but, definitely are in some ways. And I think that's yeah. phones and internet and, and that kind of stuff. But the dependency these young people have on their parents, they can only be so independent because right. yeah. they're, you know, yeah. they're riding the gravy train. They, they can't get off. We're at home, you know, hey. I want to rebel against the house or mom and dad or whatever, then mm-hmm. I can go rent an apartment at 18. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the politeness is certainly uh, an impre- impression I had. And when I first, just to just to put a button on the, the question you had about old Ulsan, mm. you know, old Ulsan was the land of, you know, across town for 3001 in the taxi. And uh, what was taxi fare when you started? Tw- uh, I, I'm trying to think what the, the you know, per kilometer rate was, but it, I could get from. Down Dong um, to downtown, like uh, Shige Top, is that what yeah, it's yeah. called? For 28 to 3,000. And there'd be 58 or 6 now. I don't know. Probably double anyway. When did you come? 2002? 2000. 2000. It was 18. It was Chun Parbegwan when I started, when I came here. 1801. Oh, to start like Just to get in, yeah. Oh, I think. Oh, sorry. I can answer that. It was 13. 13. Yeah. Wow. Huh? Just come start. Chun yeah. No, it was 12 when I came. Oh, was it? 100%. Chani oh, okay. Maybe that was the jump. Okay. Maybe it was it. Nah. 100%. It was Chani okay. Bingham when I came. We'll, we'll, we'll argue about that in editing. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great deal. And actually, it stopped me from getting a car for a while. I figured I'd go on to my different teaching things or whatever. Yeah. Tell my wife, ah, oh, just get in a taxi there. Sure. And then eventually it's like, I need know, a car. You need a car. Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah. that moment. What uh, What about back home? Like this, this huge Korean wave the last mm. five, seven, eight years. Is there any of that? Do you feel any of that at home? Does your wife feel a part of that or now she's more accepted or more people are curious about the Korean culture? Is it anything like that? or? Yeah, and uh, for, for sure. And it, it is quite funny that Korean is, they're sort of the forefront because China China's the enemy right now. And, well, you know, we could go into that one. But uh, <laughs> Korea is the, uh, is what's on. Like, Jihee, we were in a convenience store and she saw Time Magazine of BTS. 
you know, she's not a magazine buyer per se. Yeah. She grabs it. And I say, well, what's that all about? Good for you. She's like, well, it's like a collector's item or something. Like the and, McDonald's bags? <laughs> oh, yeah. And they had these, <laughs> these brutal McDonald's meals, chicken nuggets. <laughs> but they, they, they had the hungle on the uh, side of the cup. So even I felt some pride. I was like, wow, you know, they're doing it. They're going to put the spicy sauce in there. And there's yeah. your, that's what the, the singers eat, the old McNuggets. Uh and and I am a I'm a teacher, and we'll probably talk about that later. Uh, being in the classrooms, knowing that I taught in Korea, there would be pockets of people that were real K-pop fans. I, I don't. I guess really? Blackpink is that a yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Blackpink and BTS yeah. would be the prime, but but the 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 everything the li- the lifestyle of it because I, I think they present as quite clean and and nice people versus. What's that, going on with the other artists these there, days? There's no male machi. What do they call it? Toxic masculinity. Right, right. I right. mean, there's none of that. They wear more weight, makeup than my wife. I mean. Yeah, yeah. They're quite They're, they're all quite the, they're, they're prim and proper and just, yeah. you know. The, but, the, the clean, the clean cut good boys that sing the sing Yeah, songs. and I think there is, a, I think that, you know, everything's cyclical, but I think that's, you know, that's a refreshing thing for people and, and all ages can enjoy it. But, you know they're on the uh, they're on the shoulders of the Wonder Girls. There was all we got to see you in Korea. Not much is going on, and then they send out these. They're not feelers, but you know these uh, emissaries to to try to make them popular and pumping a lot of money into them. Yeah. And Wonder Wonder Girls open for Jonas Brothers. Tried to get a you know top one hundred Billboard hit. Nothing popping, and then finally it popped. Yeah, absolutely. So, but so after feel it. but after that, I mean, Parasite, Squid Game. Yeah. I, Screen and and the huge, funny, yeah. the funny thing is, like when you guys post some of those ones on the groups, mm. I'm like, I don't even know what they're talking about, and mm. they don't even live here. But that's how big the stuff is getting. That for sure, like, well, I, I, I can hear it lots from my nieces, nephews, you guys. My cousin's daughter is an absolute fanatic, mm-hmm. and they know more about what's going on than I do living here half the time. Mm. And and what's really impressive, Korea's really locked down these dramas and how to do them and package them. I had uh, I had taught uh, adults. Uh, at the university and one of the ladies her brother had a big hit drama back in the day and he only talked a little bit but but it's just cutthroat like it's kind of this this uh this forge of fire all these people trying to uh, put together this stuff and you know people talent and people mistreated and thrown by the wayside but if you could power through and you've got a great idea you know, it's Absolutely. like King of the Mountain. Didn't the Squid Games guy say he lost three teeth or something and, yeah, and didn't sleep for a month? And, and he barely got paid crap, so it's always the yeah. second second scene. Yeah. Well, fair enough. But. Well, it was, I think, original Squid Game was supposed to come out in like 2012, wasn't it? Or it was I like a 2010 and they uh, <laughs> they squashed it. But they, Squid Games, I knew the, the spread was, or it was spreading fast when I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I almost feel like... Well, it's not what I want. Oh, I swear, I'm an English teacher. It's not about almost feeling, but Korea is at the apex of of the of the sort of the culture cultural products now in terms of the the entertainment. So I wonder where the next you guys might have better ideas. Is Vietnam or who is kind of the next Asian? Fo Fo's had its day in the sun. And Fo, yeah, Fo's gone. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I, I, I wonder who's going to Philippine. I wonder who's going to who's going to derail Korea. Because this is what they're good at. Maybe no one. Well, Japan had a. And great this too shall year. end, my friend. Eh? Yeah, it, well, Japan had a great thirty-year run. It's just the shine's not on them right now. But mm. um, in terms of the, I mean, the medical tourism here. But now I said Mala, Mala sent me one the other day. Nate, ask your wife what the new f- hottest masks are. Because mm. my company will bring it. If you tell me what oh, the new smart. trend is there, 
we'll bring him into Australia. Oh. And, and I mean, like, huh? What do you... <laughs> so, but I mean, th- I think this is everywhere. They got the beauty stuff down mm-hmm. and BTS and IU and, and these guys, whoever you said, Blackpink, they're all promoting it with their QT pure right. images. So they got that part down. They got the K-pop. The movies now are coming. The TV shows, the dramas... The dramas have been famous for a long time. Absolutely. In, Just in Vietnam in, and the in Philippines. Asia, yeah, yeah. And so now to get the subtitles rolling and to mm-hmm. get that stuff going. And I think it's funny now when I hear people that are watching Korean dramas at home. And I think, wow, I don't even watch Canadian shows here. It's hard to believe people are watching Korean ones in Canada. Well, I think if you were here, and, and for the listeners there, if you were here from you know, 2000 to 2010, you really got a taste of the pre-boom, you know, that we're pretty sophisticated there by the time I ended in 2014, the Costco and all yeah. that. But like, <laughs> you, Costco's what makes the mark. You know, we were just <laughs> trying almost making our own fun when I first got here and, you know, just, just saying, okay, well, we go drink, we play some football in the park and, oh, what's this? Okay. Well, we can get cheese in Daegu. So if we go up there, they didn't have, <laughs> they didn't have cheese when I got here in the supermarkets. Right. Yeah. So, so it was just, uh, I always had a good time here. It was the best time of my life, really. Yeah. yeah. I, I think of how long? Like 18 months? Parasite, Minati, and mm. Squid Games. Yeah, boom. Are there other countries that have that much success? No. And I mean, these, are, these aren't small. Oh, like, these are, these are big, one. big, big There's time. some zombie one on Netflix, too. There and there's much. a new. Oh, that was the, yeah. Everyone, oh, that was probably before any of those three. Die or something. And no, 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 a new, no, not the Train to Busan one. No, 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 the drama, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that just came. That's set in in a long time ago? No. Oh, oh no, oh. I know that one, too. Kingdom, Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, gee, he loves that one. No, there's another one. No like, way. Uh, uh, these kids, I haven't seen it all, but these kids are holed up in this, uh, not holed up, they're in a private school, but there's like 5,000 of them, and yeah. somebody gets sick, and the teachers are running experiments on these kids, and they oh, run yeah. rampant, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. And they got the new Super Junior, remember those guys? Yeah, what are they up to? Well, I don't, there's a new group of 12 guys, oh, and they just okay. hit 300 million on YouTube in like a week. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, I don't know if they're riding the BTS I feel so Wins sad or... I couldn't tap into that YouTube. I don't have a talent to, uh, you know, I, I need to... Uh, Wait till this I drops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how to monetize it. Do you need a thousand viewers yeah, to get money you or need a thousand subscribers okay, and well, 4,000 view hours. I'll do knock-knock jokes or something. I hear there you can eat food and people will subscribe. <laughs> it's, in, it's incredible. It's incredible. I, I went it's home. Like half, my, the, half the channels. Here. My niece, it's called mukbang. Yeah, like I'm, eating I'm, the eating room. My niece came over, Uncle Brian, you know mukbang? I'm like, <laughs> What, what are you talking about? Mukbang. People eating on it. I'm like, oh, mukbang. Oh, I got it. I, I don't get it. And that's that's my... Does that tap into the, you know, we're all alone at the end of the day, the, the, the loneliness of the inner being? Like what? Oh. I think, I think, or do I you think, think it's just like why people like food chat? I think you could make this anywhere now. I mean, and the, the hot wings thing, I've only watched a couple, but well, yeah, fantastic. That's, 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 not, that's, that's not so much that's different. That's torture. There's, <laughs> no, but, but I mean, I mean, yeah. And this is a guy slamming... If, I think if anybody at home came and watched how fast these guys can eat noodles while they're still on fire, would go, wow, yeah. like until you try eating them things. But but why do you have a lady eating sort of these dainty little things yeah, and you're anything. just hypnotized? I, I, it's, there's some uh, 
there's something there. It taps into the primal. Uh, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you know, we're all we're all alone at the end. You know, I yeah, think yeah. I think at home you could make make the same thing if you wanted to be that person. I love that. I get 13 viewers today. I'm going to eat a grilled cheese. Now, grilled cheese can be eaten with ketchup or mayonnaise. But usually they're not just basic. Usually they're not eating the basic no, thing. No, no, it's no, either no, no. they got a they got the right camera angle and oh, they're, yeah? they're how much of it too is the is the algorithm of if you're pumping out. You know, daily videos or, or videos mm-hmm. every couple of days mm-hmm. that that's just recommended, and one happens yeah, to catch you're fire. You're a hustler. You know? You'd be yeah. hustling. It's it's mint that. chocolate chip chicken, right? And so, what well, the why hell can't I think chicken? of that? <laughs> Nate, yeah, what's wrong with yeah. You? Oh, so let's yeah. have a counseling session. But this is it. I mean, I, I think I think you can make you know YouTube. You can do anything, and, and people, yeah. If not YouTube, definitely TikTok. Yeah. Bri put on one thing for one day and had a hundred thousand hits or something. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like just anything it, on TikTok it was a, will get it. It, it was a. What'd a, you do? Fall over a staircase? <laughs> Dude, I, I posted a picture, not even a video, of bread. And it got a hundred thousand. Loaf of bread that I baked. This is it. We just got yeah, cut but, through all the noise. It's and, but he introduced money. me to TikTok there, and I went on. I was like, "Well, you can watch like twenty of these things in a minute." Yeah. So I mean, I watch eighty thousand videos in four days. <laughs> yeah. If a guy's on there for an hour or two, I mean, you're logging. Well, I only started watching TikTok two months ago because it's linked on uh, Facebook, I guess, or something, and get on there. It's just wild. It's just. Oh. Yeah, but it, it's all things you love, man. Yeah. Oh, look, a chick in a bikini. Oh, someone getting knocked out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. wrestling. Backyard wrestling. Backyard wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Backyard. Watch this onside kick. Yeah. Watch this yeah. uh, successful this onside girl? kick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, good <laughs> lord. Yeah. Who would watch regular? That's why I don't get time for dramas. I think if I'm going to watch something, there's got to be something cool on my phone. That but I, I feel like we're we're joining this Borg thing. Like we're 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 locked in on this TikTok because it's like a real thing. Like I can watch TikTok for a while, and I feel that's bad. why I had to delete that's it. That's why I don't have it because uh, I, I just I think it would be the like I actually feel a little bit unwell. It, it's usually quite positive or funny videos, but there's something that's different from TikTok than say Facebook, even with the ads and stuff. Like TikTok, it's I not so personal. It's just. Get yeah, through as many as you can in a shorter time. Yeah, and it's yeah, but it's like I've eaten too much popcorn at the theater or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, for another day. Oh, fantastic! So you left 2014. 2014, yeah. Um, we uh, we were running running good here uh, with my wife and son, and then we discovered in 2012 that my son was on the autism spectrum. So uh, at the time, there's actually a place in Mugadong. A lot of um, a lot of the good things you can do is these uh, is these floor play things. It's um, floor play, <laughs> floor play, floor play. Oh, I got you. Yeah, um, what a, I'm a big uh, I'm a big universal design guy. Whatever's good for everyone is probably good for that particular person in need. So uh, so for for autistic kids, um, it was pretty early days here, and I don't think they've you know it's pretty advanced what they can what they'll do for you but i was we went to the best hospitals in korea like up in seoul and busan and they would not give him a diagnosis we knew something was we knew something was up just because my son liked other little kids but he was happy not to interact with them so it wasn't that he was shy and i'd say for parents if they're if they're you know they're wondering because all parents are, are nervous and they're like, well, why is my kid not talking or why mm. my kid act strange in this situation? You know, everyone kind of, I remember went to a beach party there and Ewan was just kind of sitting there in the sand and very tolerant. The kids started running around and he's like, yeah. And I think, like, I think a couple of boys came up to me and they're like, yeah, I can see what's going on there. And, you know, there's me saying, well, well, they're not giving him a diagnosis. I don't know what's up. And I, I don't right. think, uh, I don't think I was, uh, 
fooling myself, but I know, I know for my wife, it's very, very difficult to be put on that, on the edge there to saying, well, I think something's going on and he's, um, that's gotta be incredibly, yeah, incredibly hard. Especially, I mean, without knowing and having doctors on one side saying yeah. everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I was but, kind of, uh, I was kind of offended actually. Cause these doctors, like we're like, like high end people and they walk in for five minutes and they go, well, yeah, I don't know. Probably. Okay. Maybe it's the language thing. And we knew that was, that was crap, but, um, yeah, so I kind of I kind of resented that. Although there's a lot of good people and good professionals that we worked with, but it was the writing was certainly on the wall that that we were going to have to go home earlier. And now my dad had passed in 2009, so there was kind of a window where we were thinking about going back to Canada, anyways. And then mm. a lot of the boys had gone, and you know, it was kind of maybe maybe time to go. But mm. um, but uh, we knew that. Uh, that was going. I, there's a. There's a. I guess there's a special school out in the Hoge area where if you're, you know, deaf or blind or whatever challenges you have, there 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 are places. But uh, but it certainly shook us up enough that that we're like, well, let's go back to Ottawa. Canada's probably what, uh, yeah. more social uh, a support lot more funding. So a couple. Of, how old was Ewan you know, in 2012? So he was four. Four. Yeah, four and you four, guys yeah. left when he was six. Yeah. Um. And and we said challenging. I mean, challenging in regular circumstances. Mm-hmm. I mean, Korea. I mean, where where I mean, I think my first ten years, I I probably never saw any disabled people anywhere. Absolutely. And and I mean, there was no wheelchairs. Yeah. There was no. And and I mean, I worked with Special Olympics Manitoba. Except for, for that one six, that Marky. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. That one for six years. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been around this my whole. My whole life uh, with with mom and and through special O, mm. and I was like, how can Korea have n- nobody? Yeah, and it like, certainly comes from that tradition. You never saw blind people away. Never saw a know? blind person. Never heard it. Saw deaf. Mm. Never anybody like, swept them all up in the in the yeah. Olympics, man. So to. so in that way, I can't imagine. I mean, yeah. And I think for you, I mean, especially being from Canada, I mean, probably easier. Then, then Jihi, I mean, I, I yeah. couldn't imagine being Korean in that situation on the on the edge waiting. Like, is it, isn't right. it? How do it? And, and thinking Yeah, because he was hitting his language goals okay. But we knew he was playing strange. And that, again, that's the key. Like, if you really think about your kids, and like, shy is shy. You know, they'll talk a lot. Yeah. That's fine. There, there are sort of language building goals that sometimes get missed and, and whatever. But I will tell you, looking back... We knew he was a different cat there. My son was not neurotypical. Mm. And, and, and it wasn't, you know, he liked playing in the sand. It wasn't textures. It wasn't, but it was just a slow, gradual thing. And then we got home and we immediately went to a, a evaluator. I know that. And they were like, oh, yeah, this is like pretty straightforward. Back like, in oh, Canada. Back in Canada. So wow. did he ever get diagnosed here no 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 so was no. that when you had gone home on a trip or something that he had been diagnosed and then you came back no here? Was that... we, we i'm trying to think because yeah, you, we, you we... said 2012 in mugadong or something yeah because we were getting therapy for him and, and things were okay. going well for us but as he was getting older but still hadn't had a diagnosis yet no no but but uh yeah doing some play therapy right sure and uh yeah, we got back and it was like, okay, well, let's let's figure this out. And then you know we had savings and whatever, so we 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 poured that in into um, him. Now the one thing I would say about the ABA therapy and all the therapies, especially for the listeners who uh, 
who, you know, they're not sitting on a pile of cash like Scrooge McDuck. I I would say, you know, that the really good parenting and the, you know, being with your kids and on the floor and, and, and doing all that, you're not getting a lot of bang for your buck in terms of therapy, therapy, unless they're two or three. Two two or three what? Well, years old. So the the research is you they're locked into something if you can get them when they're two or three because that's yeah. actually usually before they they kind of switch and lock into uh because they you know the anti-vaxxers or whatever they always think they get a they get a shot and then they, they get autism right but what happens is there's a lot of them present like my son where he's going along okay and then it sort of really emerges at that, that, time. Is that and it's at that time but if you get them before that then there's a quite a bit more you can do so i you know we would have spent Oh, and and with government help, over a hundred thousand of therapy, and my son is is quite, you know, he would be a mid range guy. So no amount of money. So I, for parents, I would say you do your own reading, you get your, you know, I've talked to, you know, I've talked to school board people. I said, listen, it's not all that. So parents, of course, feel terrible because you're going to do it mm. no matter what. Right. Of but for your bang for your buck, you're not necessarily going to get it. The mileage varies, as they say. Mm. Right. Uh, but very happy for me. Got a lot of uh, good skills early, you know, doing up the jacket, some communication stuff. Sure. But, cool. Yeah. I got a question mm-hmm. about um, just looking back. I remember uh, I've talked about it here before when my parents separated. Mm. Extremely hard. Mm-hmm. to tell friends to open that up to mm-hmm. uh e- even to, to close family or best friends really difficult mm-hmm. how do you after getting the diagnosis how do you mm-hmm. relay that to family or friends or it was it was that challenging or was it just like uh, Meh. I, I don't remember not, how not it, so uh, much for me but uh you know <laughs> uh when we were back when we were back home the, mm. the, they were hanging out with whoever mikey and all the mm. air once in a while and yeah, yeah. The, the original brian so, yeah you know just whatever and they, they just sort of knew what was going on but yeah remember g having a really uh a really hard time Absolutely. and then there was a whole thing like all oh, you guys like my wife's like oh f you and you guys don't know and you know and it wasn't anybody's fault it's like no. that's that's news yeah, yeah. And you Absolutely. know, I had to, I had to give her a little poopa, but it's really hard with a, with a, with a, well, your wife, you know, you always back her anyway. Of but course. Like she just very hurt. Yeah. So once that got out of the way and everyone kind of knew. It's more supportive, good. but yeah. also, also the culture and the society here kind of, kind of breeds that we're at home. I mean, you, you see people with different challenges and abilities everywhere. Right. I mean, yeah. and they have jobs and they get, I mean. Anyways, yeah, we all know what cousin or sure. brother, whoever. Yeah. And, I mean, they lead much more normal or what we would call normal or general lifestyles. Mm-hmm. So, we're here. I mean, yeah, you must think the whole country's looking down on you or, yeah. or you know, waiting for you to announce this or something. like. Right, right, right. And it must no, feel no. so so amazing once you don't have to worry about that after. For sure. Um, yeah, like I think, uh, I think if we had stayed here... You know, everyone knew that he was a bit different anyways, but um, no, I, I think it just would have evolved. I, I do feel like when I'm over in Canada, Korea's on the back burner, and I check in with you guys, but it's like it's a different life. Yeah. It's like even just talking to Nate, you know, he's not telling secrets out of school, but there's all these stories that you don't remember not telling me, mm. like things that have gone on. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's pretty heavy, and I hope this person's okay and that yeah, person. Because yeah. it's, like, it's like bad news does travel fast, but it's kind of like, 
There's no bad news in Korea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's only good news here. Well, I'm glad actually everyone's doing pretty good. Because I, good news I here. was waiting. I was waiting for the old truth bombs to come out when I got in. I was out with oh. uh, Nate and a couple of other fellas there, and no, no, everyone's doing pretty good. Yeah, we're we're as peachy as the exported K-pop yeah, culture. Like, yeah, yeah. What what uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned? It's and you feel that resentment a little bit and stuff on, on the parents' sites and stuff, mm, like. Mm. Does anyone know like what age or, or I think my kid's right. slow or behind or my kid's not yeah. talking and he's six. And I remember the same with Lena, like, man, Gina picked it up. I don't know. Mm. Gina seemed slow and we went to, uh, to Florida and she had like three weeks with all the cousins or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like something just clicked and she was speaking yeah. full sentences. No problem after that. And Lena never got the chances to go that Gina did. Mm. And we were like, mm. you know, but but it's on the sites all the time. Sure, sure. When at when do you decide when should I, you know, get someone to look in or, or mm. test or diagnose or yeah. whatever? Um, can you speak to that a little bit and and maybe Absolutely. maybe what it feels like when you go there and you you think or you might be mm-hmm. sure or you you're not satisfied with what they tell you? I mean, yeah. But can't uh, you do, oh, do you think like, hey, this is Soul Day? You're supposed to be the best in the, are you, I don't care if you're, you think yeah. you're going to hurt my feelings. Just tell me. I want to know. Well, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I was at like Yonsei Hospital and Seoul, whatever. And they're just, you, they is, it that they, is it that they don't know or they, they're scared to, they, to make the diagnosis? Well, yeah. It's, I, they I, don't want to be the one to break the news. They don't want to be the one to break the news and they weren't sure. Or you and had a good session, you know, they had them play on some trucks or whatever. Um, they should know better. Like the, the specialists at home, they'll be like, right. Yeah. No, like they can, they can figure it out for sure. Um, well, it's not something that sits with me. Cause the one thing I always, I always tell, tell my wife and you know, I, I don't know if she appreciates it, but, but like, I think she understands everyone has their own life course, even our son. So he's going to, you know, he's having a happy life. Like he's got his own goals to be set and do and his own likes and interests. So we certainly can worry about him and we do. And, you know, we, we want the best for him. But he is in his own body leading his life as protectorates where, you know, we're going to put him in good spots. But um, with the parent sites, it really gets tough because it's all big feeling. One missed word because it's it's all tight, right? One missed word and this person's bad. And so the autism community fights all the time in particular. Um, I kind of feel lucky that autism is the... um, is the uh, I was going to say disorder. I'm trying to think how you describe it, but the uh, the issue du jour, and we do get a lot of funding. Although, didn't they try and thou- they roll that back away? And now we're we're in a pocket of ten thousand people when there's like a hundred that aren't, or there's fifty thousand, forty thousand who aren't getting any services, mm. and we're this pocket of you know this this five ten percent pocket. Sorry, I got the math wrong. It's not twenty percent getting served, but but we we just happened to be lucky to get it. They pulled it back. We protested. I knew we were on the right side of history. We won, and uh, so they they still haven't figured out. Next year is going to be the rollout, though, for everybody. Good. Yeah. What about for Jihee, like in terms of Korea? Like, so I would imagine if if he was diagnosed in Canada, my first thing would be going on. I mean, if one of my kids, I would be going on Canadian blogs. You know, where sure. what where's the support group? Where's the support? Is does that exist? I mean, yeah. or maybe you don't know, but no, no, yeah, no, no. They they have pathways. You have these initial intake things um, at different levels. They'll eventually get you get you some cash, and they'll kind of point you in programs. I uh, I have a couple friends who are speech pathologists. There's a bit of crossover there. Here, I don't know, no, Canada. Yeah. Like that's what they do for their living, and they're like, oh, you got to get this book more than words. Try to do this. Yeah. 
uh, you know, I'm trying to think what the old tricks and tips were. When, when we were at the autistic center here in, in Namgu for <laughs> years and years and years, yeah. um, I found that like, well, the, the lady who leads it is, a, is, uh, like a monk. Yeah. And, and she's very sincere and, and very, very, she's exactly the person that you would need in this position. Um, and we were there, you know, it was, it was every weekend. And for a while I'd, I'd gone probably for eight or 10 months regularly. Mm -hmm. And then sporadically after that, but it was like the moms were the experts mm. here mm. more than the doctors, more than anybody. If mm. you brought, if I, if I thought my kid had autism, I could probably bring him to the moms mm -hmm. and they would, I bet they would be able to diagnose my kid better than for sure. Than what I've known from your experience for sure. And it was like all the moms are the experts yeah. and they do their own research and they, they share together and they, so they have that community and it's really, really tight knit and they seem almost more knowledgeable than people who what they're living. They're living the experience. Yeah. And probably, there's a lot of observation mm. there by them. They, they, yeah, they have lived a life and they've seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think disagree. maybe more so in Korea because it's, yeah. Hey, we're in the same spot. Right. Right. And we're not yeah. in that spot, so let's yeah. let's bind together and. Uh, for Jihee, whether she was here or or there, I think the friend collective is going to be the the support thing. Most people I find with my friends, they're you know they're very nice to you, and they don't. Uh, the biggest fear is pushing the boundaries and being goofy with them and and what to do. It's not like a hands off approach or something, mm. but um, I find that people, you know, they're not going to take the piss out of you. But they should, you know, even he's 12 years old. He can, mm. he, you can tease him a little bit, mm. right? So it's just, uh, I think the more people inter interact or have family members who have these difficulties, then uh, a little, you know. the overplateness is, uh, yeah. Like, and then they're not walking on eggshells, but it's mm. just like, because Ewan is never going to. Has he met point. Uncle Brian? <laughs> yeah, Brian, you'd be great with him. Uh, he's never going to give you back. And, and one of the problems, it's a social, social disorder where. He, whatever you sort of put into him, he's not going to be able to sort of give that back in kind and be like, tell you a knock knock joke or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah I'll talk to you, but but um, that's why where a lot of people kind of step off the gas and say, okay, we can't bug this guy. But if you talk to my son about farts and you know he's into he's into farts and poop jokes right now, <laughs> yeah. you, you got him going. Sure. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. I like that, man. I like that. So yeah, and I think in the in the end, the the, the big fear again, like I said about. Um, telling the news is that people are going to talk or whatever, but I think in yeah. the end it's your friends that are there to support you and oh yeah, and they're uh, you know no I think I think uh, I think my bride was having a moment there and yeah. I've had I, I don't know I'm pretty not laid back is the wrong word when you talk about something serious like that but it's like uh, I think Jihee's taps into this primal uh, you know not to be mansplaining mm. but you know we often do and I I think tapping into that defensive thing and uh you know the judgment thing and 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 the loss of the dream and even i've had had that but i got over it very quickly you know i i used to tell my friends i want you know five whether boys or girls i have a need enough for a for a basketball i, I remember i remember and, those talks know, so it's either going to be no kids for me maybe one five would be good and all that and, I, and I remember some of those yeah, for yeah sure. it's just like that's all i need i just traveling road show Maybe one of them will be actually be good at sports because right. I wasn't. Um, so that dream dies, and every every parent with a with a kid. And it's funny, like I was just I was going to get into you know autism is the is the thing, 
But Canada doesn't have a, uh, they have a, a disability package that everyone gets, like 1200 a month once they're 18. Mm. But there isn't a, a national strategy for, you know, the kids with Down syndrome and the, the kids with all of the, So, so I, I remember talking to a senator about that, that they just, they, that they haven't got, Canada hasn't quite got their act together no matter, you know, how good they're doing compared to some countries. Mm. Right? Korea doesn't have a lot in sport, for example, or any, mm. um, uh, maybe a few hundred bucks for disabled people yeah, yeah. yeah. even we'll old, pe- or even old people get a background yeah they get, get a handful of big ones uh. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so um so bottom line very happy with the move he's doing well with it i'm doing well uh you and also has a tick disorder so anyone anyone out there um you know tourette's that's uh that's a thing that really flares up in the in the early teens and kind of moderates so Ewan's right at the height of that and it he his happened to be quite loud so that that is our biggest challenge right now, just mm. uh, working through that. But with the friends, it's cool. And you go into a shop, or that's we. I was saying to Nate, I was like, well, you know, we go for a walk in Grand Park, it'll be all good. Sure. But we got to be careful. We can't be yeah. at the at the thing with him going. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, when do you? Well, when when does it become like I just don't give a shit, or like do you, do you reach that point where it's like, listen, this is it. This is our life, and. We don't give an F anymore. This is just what we do. And, and yeah, but uh, everybody's, everybody's got their, I mean, some guys are scratching their nuts. Some guys doing others. There's all kinds yeah, of, yeah, you know, I think for my dad is when I failed grade 10 math and it's like, okay, this is what we got here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but that's what I mean. Like all the parents have dreams and you said like the dream dies, but Hey, I got two girls yeah. and I'm, I'm happy as shit, but. You know, there was a thought that we might have a hockey player coming up at right, some right, point, right. but everybody everything gets redirected. Yeah. Right, everybody's is is just a different way, but we all yeah. And I mean, whether you want to uh, commiserate about the about the past or just you know, yeah. here, here's your cards, play them. Here's what you got. The, yeah. you, well, I I think with me that's always been my mindset. Anyways, I, I I'm I'm a person who's always delighted when good things happen to me or my friends, and when bad things happen, I'm kind of not a flight guy i'm kind of a freeze guy and absorb i can absorb a lot of pain just <laughs> things whatever's happened in my life i've lost my parents things mm. like that but i i'm kind of a just a, a good pain absorber guy so so part of that you know being an optimist and and just sort of saying well you know these are the cards that are to be played yeah. and and if someone was gonna get to whatever point mm-hmm. you, you know my the dream or whatever mm-hmm. i mean if i had to bet on anybody that of all the people i know you'd be the first guy i'd bet on to oh thank you to the, those rose goggles and you could just yeah. You but see, you see the good and the and the positive. Down to the and life the philosophy, and, and I think that's the only that's the only way to go through well, yeah. any any situation. Well, that's and, why I see people they're dealing with loss of a you know a loved one or something, and you know who am I to judge how they react because it it could be devastating. But it, I see a lot of people, and it doesn't matter if they're seventy and they've lost their, you know, their sister or something, or or a young person like mm. us. Not that we're that young anymore. They're they're confused and they're they're sort of reaching out and grasping and they're not. They're not understanding the cycle of life, and like, yeah. and they're crying. Not that say I cried, my of parents died, but 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 it was just all this is happening, this is happening. Deal with it, mm. and 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 you move you move forward. You have no, you know, like if I was to pass before you guys, for example. Well, you're still going to go to the bathroom. You're still going to go to your jobs. And you're still, like Absolutely. you're a speck of a speck yeah, of sand. sand in the universe. It right? doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to change that. So you might as well. So whether you're religious or not. And if you are religious, well, that well, that's great. You you know you got so you're going places. But uh, you know, I think I think there I think there is a mystery out there that uh, is unknowable. And and once you get your mind around that, 
you could have 40 years of good luck. Like anything could happen in this life. And it's just. I, well, I, my mother in law has got me going for about 100 with all the <laughs> temples and tricks and good luck yeah. things she does. You may be the guy. You may crack the code, but black, nobody gets the black. Alive, the so. black tiger is the worst year for or you whatever I am, a monkey or whatever yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. And and Lena's the same. Twelve years later, whatever right. she's, so Hedon had to go had to go one day and go to the temples yeah. and and give extra money so that because this is the worst year for us in the next like twenty years this is the worst year the oh, black tiger geez. for the monkey, yeah. and I was like, is this is this real? Like, that herpes hey, is going to resurface. Go, go man, yeah, yeah. go do what you got to do, and I hope we we hit the jackpot this year. I don't know. Yeah. So. Um, it also gives me a, a feeling of thankfulness when I'm with my friends, like sitting around and seeing you, you got this great setup and just, you know, a thousand memories are rushing through my head when I'm looking at you. Mm. It's just a really good feeling. And um, I'm glad that we have not grown to be bitter people about, about whatever the challenges are. Just because yeah. these, these are kind of the grinder years. Like it's not a great time in some aspects, right? You're, yeah, absolutely. you're, you're kind of peeking at what you're going to do and you've sort of, now you know what your path is yeah. and you're busy you don't have time for anything but like good times are coming absolutely you know? absolutely unless you're in ukraine yeah well, yeah well, it'd was... be funny when this goes to air because it's just i'm getting 20 different opinions you know most people i talk to with ukraine it's like well we got to do something so what's that what's that going to be is it collect the yachts you know yeah. well, when you when you say they're like i i look at the freedom convoy and and all the all the baloney at home about wearing a mask or this and that. We went by the line today for testing, and I yeah. said, those guys yeah. should get million-dollar bonuses from the government. <laughs> those guys wear those spacesuits all day yeah. long, every day, for two bloody years. Mm. Yeah. And and I I get frustrated wearing my mask for, like, more than an hour. Yeah. Those guys should get government funding for the rest of their lives, I well, think. I just can't imagine doing that, and what a sacrifice. And, I mean, or they should wear a badge on their forehead that says, you know, Everybody bows when I go by or something. Yeah, because exactly. What a what a yeah. sacrifice they're doing. Probably harder. McDonald's for life. Probably know? harder than the war or what? I mean, it's, well, it's I, insane. I, it's the way life is. Eh? It's like the poor grocer guy still doing that through all that thing. They, <laughs> they don't get to yeah. you know. No danger no, pay. No, no anything. Them, right? And it's it's crazy with the uh, truckers. Not to not to get too deep on that, but it is my city of Ottawa, and it, it was really funny to me because I'm always trying to see the other side and just talking to my friends and like, well, you know, this is illegal and whatever, but Justin there is talking to them like they're, they're dirt, like the, the language that he's using. And, you know, my friend, helpfully, I don't know what side the viewers are on is saying, well, <laughs> you see, sometimes you got to crack down on people. They are off sure. the, they are off the mark here. They are, they're not, they're doing it illegally. It's the trucks, not that sort of the personage. Mm. Like if it's just people coming for the day and protesting, mm. they've blocked this thing and whatever. And I said, well, you know, I don't think Trudeau should meet them, but like he's basically calling them dogs or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. everybody, you know, and uh, he, they said, no, sometimes you gotta, you gotta crack the whip and, and, uh, but but there there would be I'd love to have someone on who'd be uh, from say a communist country mm. understand like real lockdown and but that's and that's the thing seizing that, bank accounts but this is stuff. the whole thing if you want to yeah. see no freedom then go to North Korea then you'll see freedom probably. sure it's, go to go to China I I talked to him he always says like I hope Trudeau throws them all in jail I'm like Dad you can't I don't know if yeah. you can uh, if you can if you can go that far I don't you, you know. had three weeks to protest because you got your freedom yeah. And, and you have enough freedom to leave your job for three weeks and not worry about it. 
And stand there and protest. Oh, oh for I mean, sure, for sure. But I, I'm just thinking, well, you don't want to radicalize and whatever. And and right. like re- people I really respect, very, very center, but sorry, not very center, center or, or very left or whatever. And they're like, eh, you, you know, there comes a time where sometimes you got to crack down on these guys. So mm. very interesting. We'll see. Um, we'll see, see what happens. It's been two and a half bad years, though, boys. <laughs> yeah. COVID and the, it's just. It's, it's been absolutely hell for, yeah. for some people, man. Yeah. I, I can't. I don't know. Again, we're, we're so happy to have dodged a, a massive bullet somehow. Sure. Wilson's been protected from uh, yeah. COVID, or even Korea, man. Like nothing. I can't imagine the going through the lockdowns. Yeah, like was, just walking around and, and everything's closed. And how think about business owners? I, we, this conversation has been China, had. You can't leave your apartment. Yeah, we we had to print a lot of money in Canada there to keep it going. But it was the it was the humane thing to do. Or you're going to have these soup lines that go kilometers you sure know, like yeah, like yeah, 1930s yeah. stuff so they had no choice no matter what the opposition had to say about it but so Wild. but geez what comes next eh? yeah okay back back to i mean i'm not going to stay on too long but maybe a couple last words if if there's anyone here listening that you know might be in a similar situation what what are maybe the the top benefits at home or what can you expect if you went home is it a, is it a quick diagnosing in most cases i know you have friends so they mm-hmm. helped or something a little bit no uh, with the and yes, with the with I mean the for pathologist for yeah. for someone who doesn't know anyone going home. I mean, what are, what are some of the things you could look forward to, or or some of the things that really made it? Well, okay, this was the right. You're going to need three or four grand to get the the diagnosis, and they'll run run some tests. So so have that in the bank. Um, I but I I have known people who whose children are on the spectrum who have done the DIY way and and. You know, you just, if you read enough books and you, like, they do train parents to how to how to, how to work with kids that mm. are on the spectrum. Yeah, if you have the money, you can, there's five or six programs you can get right into. You can hire people uh, to come to your house, which we do. And we also have what's called a BCBA is a, is a... Um, sort of the, the masters of therapy. They're the, they're the people, the clinicians who can... Uh, the the foot soldiers there they can do the therapy and the the clinician can kind of say how's it going and implement like for example my son's doing uh fct training which is um uh, the basics of it is uh to make my son more tolerant with requests so he's not uh throwing things or hitting anybody because he's getting to be a teenager and he's getting a little grumbly so we're we're working with our therapist on people asking like him to do things or him yeah just requiring. his tolerance is like oh do your math work or, mm. or do this and him kind of saying you know trying to kick under the table or something yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all these little kid normal little kid stuff and you go yeah, no yeah. no you can't do that Ewan and so that's what we're working on right now um, you it, what, will get it, a disability it, benefit so depending so probably coming home you're not going to make any money so you'll get jeez you'll get. Uh, I don't know, like 400 bucks a month or something. Yeah. Cool. That takes about eight months. How long would it take to get into those kind of programs if you're just, if you don't have the cash and you're waiting to go through the government system or whatever? You will get a one, oh, it's, well, see, it's not good for, for most people. I'm in this pocket that, that, right. that got the funding. You will get a one time, I think it's 5,000 bucks. And that therapy's, you know, could be 40 bucks an hour. So it's not going to get you very far, Mm -hmm. but you could uh, use that for a variety of programs. So Canada doesn't have it all sorted out. Next year for Ontario is going to be where you can walk in and everyone's going to be served. You have 50,000 people who have not been served properly. They've been given this one-time thing that would have, you know, run out. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, I would say 
just being a loving parent and, and being a curious parent is going to get you the most bang for your buck. But Canada, um, being as humane as it is for low-income people, for example, when you get back, you don't have the yeah. job that you had dreamed of. And I have yeah. lots to say on that if you want to know. <laughs> uh, uh, that um, if you kind of can survive the year and pay that note, you know, you, I made 20000 this year. Then you're going to get lots of benefits. So right. You're, you're on the cool. uh, on track. So so hang in there. Let's let's hear it. The job you dreamed of. Well, well I mean, uh, I think the the re uh, reeducation yeah. there. That's uh, what I mean. Were you were you set on going to teachers college when you got home? I thought there was kind of transition and yeah, considering a few things. Considering a few things, considering the military and the teaching, because um, there's there's really like kind of two types of people. There's a person like uh, Troy McDonald, our friend Troy there. He he worked the system out east there. He was selling cars. He was doing radio advertising, doing all the just working his butt off, doing well, but not well enough for what he needed. He was just in a, in a smaller place. Moves to Ottawa, opens up the phone book. He had he had just gotten a couple of safety uh, tic- like tickets. He took yeah. a college course. Opens up the phone book. Phones the first you know A's. It's like Ajax <laughs> safety, right? <laughs> Forget what it was. Phones this guy and the guy says, "Well, the only need we have right now is this at heights training. So, so uh, can you do that?" And Troy's going, "Yeah, I'll figure that out." I'm high. Yeah. Puts this pro- <laughs> program together, you know, pieces it together. Figures he's a sly guy, does it, gets on there, starts making contacts, ends up with, as as the like a safety exec with this bigger company, where, which he is at now. Yeah. So, so yeah. there are guys. That, you know, a lot of them are kind of science math guys. They can kind of fit in anywhere. And and guys like Troy, just just really just really sly and, and thinking about, you know, how do I channel this safety thing? And I'm sure that didn't occur to him initially to do that. Right. But it's one of the great success stories. And he helped get my wife a job by Beautiful. saying have her in. So, so there's that type. But me, I'm... Uh, Got the retrograde thinking of. I thought you were going to be going for that Jeopardy host job. I I am a nice guy, and good things will come to me. But I've got an <laughs> arts degree, you know, the English and history. And I said, well, I'm pretty juiced in an auto. I know, like a counselor, and I know, like I know a lot of people in there, a lot of government people. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you get there, and I go, well, hey, listen, friends, you know, got some money here. I'll just sort of ease in. Uh, Maybe I'll work at the pool. Uh, you know, I see the guys with the bracelets, you know, you have three bucks for the family swim. And that's like a 40,000 <laughs> job, right? And they're like, no, no, no. There's people waiting years to put on the bracelets. Really? Oh. And I'm like, oh, oh, so like I need to be a city of Ottawa. Like, a, oh, yeah, yeah. You Where do you think you are? Yeah. No, no. That, that job's been promised to two other people. Oh. Wow. So I'm going, okay, well, I'm thinking of all the old trick CV. Okay, I'm a human resources guy. Yeah, yeah, right. So first of all, I don't speak much French, so that it was good. But I'm like human resource, but people are like, no, no, people go to school for that, idiot. You can't say you're no, no. But I taught in Korea. I taught in Korea. I'm like, Listen, I'm a, I, I'm a nice guy. I'm pretty smart, and I can help you with your needs. I'm like, no. So one of the things I would tell you, unless you're how old were you when you went home? Uh, that was just for eight years ago on 46, so 38. Okay. So, so just sort of on the last of the young years. Still so in the game. Like, but still in the game, so could do anything. Yeah. And the military was one where you do an aptitude test, and I had like 99th percentile on the English and the, the shapes and sizes thing was about 30%. I, I graded out to about, a, oh, I shouldn't say about it. You, you, you know, it's like 50, I 55%. Like I was average. 
But they were like, okay, you could do weapon systems or you could do there's these different things you could do. I remember going to the basement of some like, <laughs> top secret facility and they want to know if you wear like uh, pink underwear or, you know, they, they really want to know if Korea, anyone's got something on you in Korea. Uh, I remember, I remember, was it you or Mikey going through all those backgrounds? Oh, he had to too. It's like, uh, you know, what's your, what's your, uh, you know, what kind of, like this or like that, like Mm. offside stuff. But but, Do you know Kenny? Yeah, like all these different (laughs) things. And uh, they, they, to see me, you could see me a mile away. They knew nothing going on, right? I don't know how I look to you, but like people look at me and go, (laughs) pretty safe, looks like a teacher maybe, Uh, not much going on there. So the guy was really nice to me. He wasn't, he wasn't too cruel. They got got your hand in the, like the Goonies, they got your hand in the the blender, like this one time in Down Dog. Pissed my pants. I didn't tell anyone. And then I sat down on the floor of this restaurant and there was a smell like baked beans. Yeah. um, So. Uh, I, I'm a, bit, a little bit rambling there, but uh, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Well, you, the military. You, military. Job, so military was an option. My dad was a military guy, but I wanted to be a I wanted to write for the newspaper there. Mm. They have a newspaper, and they, and they weren't looking for those guys, and I didn't want to be a pilot. But uh, I got some offers for teachers' college, mm. and I, I can remember where I was. What do you mean offers? Well, so I applied to teachers' they college. You? Oh, okay. But okay. I had like a, I had like a this guy who looks like a teacher walking around yeah, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him yeah. a deal. No, it's not like the the privates here where you get the t- extra mature the- student. <laughs> well, I knew I had that, but everyone has their kind of secret guilts and shames or whatever. One of mine was I wasn't a great student in my undergrad. I got my degree. I was like a B minus student, but like it it is a checkered. Transcripts. So you get degrees. You, yeah, you almost don't feel like worthy. And no, embarrassed. Yeah. Th- throw me in that. Like, I, I remember I failed this French translation card. There's this hardcore F on there, and then I got a D. And I, just like, <laughs> and then I end up I didn't have to take it because I was a history major as well. So mm. then they dropped that, and I was like, just really hating my life and sort of lying about my parents. Like I was passing things, so I went. I, progress i wasn't getting kicked out of school they're like how's the old report card <laughs> just great like, oh, oh great trip <laughs> well they had a feeling actually they had a phone system where they made me phone in one semester and like english a minus okay so victorian english okay uh you know whatever history of whatever d plus and like they can hear like, you know, yeah. D plus and so they knew i was doing okay but they didn't dig too hard yeah but i had this shame but when you're a mature student back in Canada, they, they like give you a lot of love. And I wrote a nice profile to get into Queens there, like an essay. And they liked the story. Anybody in Korea, you know, you're teaching, that's your story. That's a that's a great story. So one of the things... Easy, I, so easy to get in? Uh, if you have the story. So if you have lived a life and lived... I mean, I mean, for guys going home or dads who might want to go home and do something like that. Yeah. Well, write the story and you're, well, you're not. You, you grind it out for a year because you don't really count that first year. You pay your you pay your taxes and you've made ten thousand, and then in the spring you're going to the teachers' college because you're going to write a nice little essay, talk about your teaching life, and the government's going to pay for a half to three quarters of that. Wow! So they would love you to be in teachers' college. Wow! And and make that happen. And I remember I think it was a February or something. I just remember what room I was in, and suddenly Queen's University said, "Yeah, we'd love to have you." And I'd forgotten about it. I was just mm. in the just my hellish existence just not knowing what to do because yeah. whether you're a, a man or a woman i i think i think a lot of us if we're not working or we're not where we're supposed to be it's the worst feeling in the world 
You know, it's not suicide ideation necessarily, but it's this idea that... Not making progress is... Yeah. Might as well just be running backwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, stick a fork in me. And then I just said to G, I said, I just got accepted in Queensbury Good School. So I was like, I just got accepted. Oh, well, I guess I'll go there. Uh, The military phoned after I would Accepted, accepted after yeah. I and and uh, and I'm glad it wasn't the other way around. Yeah, because the military they don't quite lock you in, but like when you're in, you're kind of in, yeah. and and they start you off at fifty grand. And yeah. It's all good, pensions but it's, great. But you're moving around, and it's, it it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been the life for me. But yeah, uh, so, when, yeah. when you moved back, were you were you surprised? Like I, I don't follow. I just I know there's a lot of social welfare and mm-hmm. assistance, but I mean, were you shocked when they say we'll cover half or? two-thirds year i'd read it in the newspaper so when, but i mean when you go back and you try and get back into the groove mm-hmm. and it, i mean are you surprised at how much is out there oh yeah well like in korea i mean there's there's <laughs> there's nowhere near what no. the options are or, or the potential possibilities i, at I wasted a year trying to figure out something else i was working at uh, english schools that didn't really require anything more yeah. embassy kids and stuff and the you know downtown ottawa is good for that but um I wasted a good year because I thought that my transcript wasn't good enough. It wasn't I didn't want to teach. It was the shame of that. But the the one thing I would say to the listeners here, and I, I, I may be repeating myself, it's just be current. They don't know you from Adam. So what you do, you go take two years at college, do whatever you want to do, and then you're in the game. You got like a co-op advisor, and they go, well, you go work here. Mm. And then, you you know, you make your 60000 to start. So. Yeah. So if you don't want to do that, then you better be, you better be pretty imaginative, imaginative. Mm-hmm. and it is a scary time and you got to have savings to go back or, or a parents, uh, you know, so, or a bedroom to live in because it's just not straightforward that way. And fair enough. Cause all my friends have lived in Ottawa and grinded out their careers and made the right choices. Yeah. So I got to pay, yeah. pay to play. So absolutely, college is the way to go, man. What about in terms of the the wives? I mean, we see it, we see it online a lot. Lots of stories, mm-hmm. a few nightmares, a few success stories. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think I think Jihee and Egg Young are pretty good examples. Um, what was it like? I think a lot of, a lot of, especially coming out of Korea, maybe it's a little different than us coming here, mm-hmm. um, where usually we choose to come here and they're kind of following their husband right. back to the country. Um, does it take a while for them to adjust, adapt, and get? intrinsically motivated to do something again or is it a lot of poking and prodding or i mean because both of them now are pretty successful and have sure. careers but there's just as many or, or more that that don't and just can't find themselves or can't fit in but i think that's so important to once you feel that worth or value mm. and you have your own life and you're not dependent on your husband and, or your husband on your wife and and you have that career and you you get goals and you get promoted and you have co-workers and you know yeah, I, um, I I can't even imagine, because as you said, we come over here, we are English teachers, and it's all, the script is sort of set there. Right. You're a good human, you get into better spots, put in your time. But yeah, and in most Koreans that I've known, the ladies, the spouses there, they find Canada, you know, a little quiet, a little inefficient in <laughs> some little, ways, little and they just, it's kind of like, it's not the thing. And if you're to ask them, like, well, I'd like to live in Korea. But, you know, I, I recognize this family structure, recognize who you are, what's going on, what's, mm. you know. And uh, for them, well, 
I don't know. It's almost like I can't give advice because there, there's some, if you're going to be a homemaker, you're going to have to figure out a way to have your, your social structure. You're going to have to find your own friends. Now, Ottawa's got a small Korean community. Some of that's through the church. Some is just sort of offhand, you know, people finding everybody. But like, you know, are you going to, how are you, what are you going to do? Are you going to play, you're going to learn to curl? You're going to get out there? What are you going to do? Uh, for the working people, it's going, it's, it's going back to school. And, um, or coming up with an idea that's going to work, but mm. like, what's it going to work and how much money do you have? So I wish I had like, I wish I had advice to give because it, because to say it, it sounds kind of it's depressing pretty, that you got to, but it's pretty subjective, right? Depends yeah. on the, yeah. on the, like, you what, know, have, what, what you have going in, right? right. Financially or skills yeah, or interest hobbies. Parents and they love yeah. to have you and you <laughs> stay in the house for two years and figure it out. That's not AJ, is it? <laughs> oh, AJ is an executive. I miss you, AJ. AJ hosted me there. I was in Edmonton, and uh, for our viewers there, AJ, wonderful person. Uh, was he pushing smokes on you the whole time? No, it, it was really funny. I was trying to do some bits with him. I was like, "Oh, this is it." He's like, "Vapes, baby." Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, another, yeah, another great, right. another great story. And I don't know. I haven't talked to Juju in ages. Juju, yeah. Oh, her her like, art stuff is oh, is fantastic. And I mean, blowing. I had to write her a little note there. Like. Well, she's always been that way, but like, just on a run lately. Like, what is going on? But I mean, I, I I could see that stuff, you know, in a in a doctor's office or sure. a lawyer's office sure. or an embassy, sure. and like those. I don't know what they go for now, but I mean, I I I just love, and it's it's so cool and it's so unique, and yeah. But another story of, and again, I don't know if she's been working or not working or what she, she's she, been doing. She but. has a very, uh, oh, I mean, she is my f- friend's wife, so I can't say I know her, you know deeply deeply but she 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 she's always always struck me as someone who has a very good disposition very optimistic and i and it's great that she's found that like she she appears to be very happy like when i'm talking to her mm. she's happy with her life i, I didn't say are you happy you know <laughs> we we're smiling and, and yeah. laughing and I, it is neat that so so maybe there's a bit of advice that you know there's someone who tapped into something right mm. and that can be your pleasure and I'm sure she's got a network of friends there. Yeah. I think yeah. here, like, <clears throat> talk to, I don't plan on moving back home. Never say never, but, um, you know, I. I do in Makali in the park. I had to, oh, Brian, <laughs> I can't wait. If I can live long enough and you're like 75 and go play mallet golf with you. I saw that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Friends, no, they, they, uh, they, they play croquet. But Adult it's, croquet. It's croquet, but mini golf. It's wild here. And there was 50 people down by the river, folks. So, yeah. so if you're expecting ultimate Frisbee or touch football or, uh, or rugby uh, run around, no. The place is crawling. Listen, yeah. if you go at 6 in the morning, they got glow-in-the-dark balls. Really? <laughs> True story. That's why I love Korea. True story. It's like I see something like that and I go, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but um, go, going back to, to fitting in or, or adjusting to a new um to a new country i always tell my wife here that take note of um of how often you meet your family how often do you meet your friends because i think you know when you when you move over you might have that idea like oh i used to meet my friends all the time and this and that sure. but wait, it's not true your no. parents live close but you fucking yeah. you never no, see no, them no, yeah. you'd be down the street and I'll, we we will have to make time to see each other yeah, yeah. you're not just like ah let's get crazy and that's i mean one we we laughed they said oh you know when we visit ottawa Oh, it's so nice. Everyone always gets together. I'm like, man, this isn't real life. Everyone's on vacation. <laughs> Everyone seems to be on vacation yeah, yeah, when I'm that's there. That's it. Summer vacation. Everything. Well, the old. girls do get their social in there. Uh, mm. So I, we have Ulsan part two in in, 
in Ottawa. Ottawa. I yeah. think in New Zealand, there's a couple of good pockets. Uh, you know, there's a, I see some great photos there. So hi to everyone uh, down in New Zealand. But uh, Ottawa has got uh, five or six teachers there, ex ex teachers, and 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 the gals uh, they tend to hang out, so we hang out. But um, yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're living your life. Mm. And Brian, it's a great point because. <laughs> I, I think we overestimate here how often yeah. we get together, how often you yeah. see your family, how much time you're spending, how much quality time you're spending with your family. No, and I'm, I'm yeah. happy that you're making time for me. Uh, like we're we're great friends, so it's going to mm. happen. But but it's I know that it's you know you're busy. <laughs> yeah. And Canada is the same thing. Like like what are you going to come over for a morning coffee? You know, it's like I yeah. gotta go, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you really, and I, I think that's the world we live in these days. I mean, I think. 20 years ago, you might have done that. You just go over to the oh, neighbors, sure. you sure. you hang out, and you meet, a, I'm cutting the grass, and you're doing the trees, and hey, let's barbecue some dogs or something and have lunch. Yeah. Hot yeah. dogs. Now, I will say, going back to Ottawa, though, I, a lot of my <laughs> high school buddies, they're all in Ottawa. Cause <laughs> I only thought of that because I'm in Korea, but I was like, I hope nobody, no Greenpeace guys chasing me around. Oh, remember the Greenpeace friend? <laughs> yeah. We had a Greenpeace friend we worked with, Jody. She is a great lady, but I, I remember her, oh, her hot on one, fire. Her, her humble caught on fire. Oh, she's very nice. Like, uh, Oh, is that is that the dolphin, dolphin yes, mask? Yes. Can you please tell that story? What's the dolphin mask burn? I don't know. She was oh, protesting my. out in Johnson. Oh yeah, but but but, but like she's like a, a happy warrior, and I. No, no, no. But they they used they used her her picture. Oh, they yeah. they photoshopped her picture, oh. and she was the face of the Wilson Whale yeah. Festival, like oh. like three years ago. Oh, or so. yes, oh yeah, no, no, she's been that. gone for yeah, fifteen yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. That was even around yeah. when I was there. Like, look yeah. at this. Like, oh, oh opposite man. of what she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but she was a real happy warrior. <laughs> And, you know, whether you're very religious or you have a particular like or you're this or you're that, happy to uh, talk to you. But, it, but you know, you kind of got to pop the pin in some of these people, let a little air out. And she was this happy girl. You know, hog one start in the afternoon. Morning, she's out protesting for Greenpeace because they're having a whale conference. And I'm like, yeah, how's it going, Jody? Well, you know, out there and uh, doing the good work. And I'm like, mm. oh, and, you know, not like, you know, sitting me down solemnly and do you know what's happening. But just yeah. keep it in her lane. Well, one day she's wearing a humble, as yes, you know, we do. We do yeah. these things and lovely. And, and she got, she was standing beside a space heater where the, yeah. where the secretaries are. Suddenly she caught on fire. Oh jeez! Oh yeah, but and but the great thing was, see that's fine. We're doing our <laughs> Nate and I are doing our own thing, and Brian, we're doing our own thing, and but we have video replay. Yeah, it was on CCTV. So we got to back up the tape. Like, oh, what happened? What happened? Yeah. And, it, and you just see her just inch towards the space here, like whoa, whoa, like whoa. on fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, way. I think it was a Burgundy handbook. It was yeah, outside. absolutely. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. So did uh, uh, hi to Brian there. She didn't like any of the any of the wailing or stuff that. Yeah, that was her thing. She really hated that. What about I think Nate's she's a vegetarian? What about Nate's torture of beavers all these years? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Nate, Nate is a Nate is an animal lover, and um, Nate was a. I, well, Nate, when he first came here, we uh, we worked together with uh, our friend it. Brian. As soon and, as they got in, and uh, was Melissa working there? G was working there a little bit. Mel was working there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a good crew. So it was really nice, but they had. Uh, it, it was located near here. 
when a lot of the hog ones were over in Oakdong, that was yeah. the big Oakdong, and it just didn't quite take. They had the bus service, they had everything going. Yeah. And I just remember there, they called us into the meeting, and they're just like, yeah, Sorry, can't, guys. can't do it no more. We're I just signed the more. contract for my second year. Yeah, and Nate was like on a the month phone later. faster. Sorry, like, guys. Well, we got to work this problem. I'm like, gee, I guess we're going to get married, you know. So, <laughs> a lot of people went different ways. So. I like uh, sometimes when we when we have some, like, a group teaching together, me, Al and Jeff mm-hmm. will have uh, we used to do the Chune camps and you know I've mm-hmm. done Playland with, sure, with all the guys sure. and I really take note of these times of like you know I'll look back on this in the future and be like I remember that time we were at mm-hmm. you know doing uh, doing the Chune camp and every Playland with Jeffy's memorable yeah, I've even done a few playlines. Like that was the thing when I was here. And oh, it's so funny to go in with ten buddies and just blow an afternoon. And yeah, just say, eh, you know. But uh, I don't know. It's all flown back to me. The memories mm. for sure. It's just, it's just great. Going, getting back to the the lineup here. I think when you said fitting in and stuff, I, I thought like for for anybody who's considering moving. Like I mean, I I think it. My wife is a successful teacher here. She has a career. Mm-hmm. She has a master's degree. Mm-hmm. Like, what would she do if I moved home? Right. Like, where would she fit in? How would she occupy her time? I mean, yeah, you, you can watch Netflix for for six months or something. But but then what? Like, there's still yeah. fifty years. So how do you? But that that's a the here we or maybe even for, not your wife or Koreans in general, but it, I think it's people everywhere that your, your identity lies within your, like you're attached to your family. You, we mm-hmm. came here, we're independent. You, you find your own route, you yeah. find your own job, you find your own hobbies and they really what you like. But at home, there's so many, I think so many things that can, uh, that comfort you maybe mm-hmm. that you can just rely on like, Oh, my job's not going good. Oh, I can go to mom's house. Oh, it's right. not going good. Oh, I got my hockey team from, from middle school. But it can be a real spirit crusher for the spouse that accompanies. So absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what I just think like for, for lots of that thing, it's probably one of the biggest things they have to consider is yeah. what is my spouse going to do? Yeah. And, and that's a, it's and, a huge and I part. Did, so. I did go home a few months in advance, like, uh, set up shop to set up shop, but not much. I got a job at a warehouse. I think a friend sort of hooked me up and, uh, I'm more of sort of a, a frontline retail guy, you know, like the, <laughs> the LCBO there. Here's a wine. But I was uh, driving the, the pallet thing and, mm. and putting it in very slow and the, everyone's nice. And they're like, well, you got to have a little more there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it wasn't going well. <laughs> but so you decided teacher's college and that was a couple hours away, right? Yeah. So that was a couple of hours away. So I had to rent a place. And I'd go home on weekends. So that was in Kingston. So that would be a two-hour I was, drive. I was just going to ask, like, what? What is it like going home at that stage, mm. burning a year, doing whatever, odds and sods, yeah. getting into teacher's college, okay, I got a path, I got a career now, I'm, I'm, I'm good, well, and I got to live away from home. Well, what had happened is like a lot of the money that we had was poured into Ewan, uh, Ewan's education fund. They, had, they came up with a great education fund for disabled people. Uh, it was a conservative government that actually came up with it. And, uh, Go and, Harper. And, and, when you're, uh, and when you're lower income... They'll double and triple your in, so you put in whatever beautiful thousand bucks. They're putting in three thousand. So you're you're and you and you put in whatever cash. So <laughs> yeah. you got all this stuff. But like you know, there's a time where you've got things wherever and things are getting tight. Year three or whatever, and you're going, oh well. When you get the funding for school, first thing that happens, you're flush with cash, flush with that you know that play cash, mm. and you're two hours away. But you know, if your kid's over the age of three or four, you know, depending on the setup, 
like Jihee was able to manage, and and that's a lot to lot to ask. But these are these are uh, you know kitchen table conversations. I could have also went to Ottawa U, which was closer, mm. but it was a two year program versus a one in a little bit. Right? And that little bit was during the summer, so it was basically one year. I would have lost a year of income. Yeah. I missed the yeah. I missed the boat on the on the eight month masters plus oh. teaching degree. Oh, Oof. what Niagara College? Where was uh, Niagara University, Niagara right, University. right over the I mean. right over the yeah, border. Yeah, yeah, I know somebody who went there. That was sweet. I have 20, 20, 30, yeah, yeah. Twenty thirty grand. Oh, and you're a master. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And they're approved in Canada. And they're approved Canada. That's it. My yeah, that's, friend that's uh, Rob, who played thing. football there. My yeah. cousin. You guys haven't met him, but uh, as we did, went over to Potsdam, like across the river yeah. from, you know, not across the river. From but Ottawa, people, like, people from out west were, yeah, were, yeah. were coming there to do that. Yeah. I mean, it was eight you months. Could, you could done. work five days a week and just go over, stay in a hotel twice a week, and yeah. I'm, well, was, well, was, again, yeah. I'm I'm only of average intelligence, but that like if you if you look into schools and their different programs, that that's that's sort of what you do. You survive for the first year, and you just set yourself up for something that you're going to be happy with doing. And they're gonna they're gonna help you out. School's gonna help you out. It's mm. gonna be all right. Was uh, what was it like? Like going to big man shows? on campus or old man on campus or well, did you did you have some self conscious anxieties and stuff? Like, what are these young bucks gonna think of me? Or uh, yes, a little bit. Wonder if they're gonna like my jokes. A little bit, but I, I I feel like again I present a comfortable image, and I knew. I knew these young superstar teachers. There, there's a type like that you meet, like like born teachers, uh, especially elementary. They like they got since they were like six years old. They wanted to be a teacher, mm. and they're 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 ready to rock. And and young people, of course, with the technology, they're they're doing great things. Like like they, you know, it's not PowerPoint. It's like plus plus plus, <laughs> right? But I brought in the learning teaching from scratch, so I didn't know all the theory. Yeah. I knew how to teach from being a very so-so teacher to begin with to a better teacher moving on. So I was quite comfortable where I was at. Like I like the state of affairs. I know I can sit there. They're going to see me coming a mile away. Okay, this is an old guy. He's uh, switching careers. He's doing something. He probably has a story to tell. Mm. Yeah, we, we, he's okay in the group as long as he's not a weirdo. So, so, you know, I found I was not in on all the social stuff, but like one group had a game club. So I went in and shined them on and played some risk and they're laughing at my stories and yeah. really nice people. <laughs> and then the kid shoved his fingers in my ass yeah, and yeah, said, don't yeah, Jim. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so, and, 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 you know, I try not to you know, tell all the war stories from Korea, just whatever they wanted to know, mm. but they could tell that I had lived a life. So tell me, me about Cherry Soju. Me, yeah, well, me being let me tell patient you. <laughs> and being a good listener to them and doing what they like to do. That got me in with them. And and for the schoolwork itself, very helpful. Um, these are, you know, these are young, young people. They've finished their degree, but they're 24, I guess, 23. Like I mean, we are at the beginning of our teaching career. And they don't got it all together. They're they're all the they were high end candidates though that's for sure they were not like it's a good mm. school for t- teachers college and um, but some high end candidates aren't cut out for the classroom. Oh, people right? dropped out. I mean, yeah. See, but I don't know doing the masters now. I don't know how anyone. I don't know how you can go just from a regular degree into <laughs> teachers college with no experience. That would blow. I would. Oh, teachers I, I would college be easier f- in your undergrad. 
No, no, but oh, I yeah. mean like learning the theory and like just yeah. I- imagining how how am I possibly going to apply this? Yeah, you know, like doing the theory first without any of the but without we've talked, any of the experience. Right. We've talked about yeah. it here a couple of times. Yeah, but the pros and cons but, of yeah. doing of doing both. So mm. what would happen here? Yeah, I go over here and I'm working at uh, a small school, you know, mm. neighborhood community school, and I know how to teach. Mm. Well, things are certainly going to go a lot better because I find Korean students are going to give you, they're like uh, when you go to see comedians, they'll give you five minutes there. And if you suck or, or you know, there might be a teacher killer there, a yeah. coach killer, as we say in sports. Yeah. You're going to have to manage maybe one kid. But I had a lot of sucky kind of teaching experiences where the kids kind of hung in with me. And I wish I had known the theory. Mm. I'd still be talking out of my ass. Mm. But like, you know, yeah. hey, just as well it went the other way. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Mm-hmm. Big brother or big father to these to these young guys? I mean, what's the young the... guys? They did not that generation. They did not lean on me too much for advice and stories. Actually, what I find, and you know, you can't you can't poop on the uh, what is it? We have millennials and who is uh, the latest Gen generation? Z, Gen Z. Be careful. Very engaged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very engaged. Lovely people. Um, not super into the grandpa story. So I was glad I kind of shut my mouth and was a good soldier. But but there's, but there's I think that's any generation, you know. There's some people who just love the stories. And the, and some people wanted to know about teaching in Asia. So I think it was like the Uncle Andy. Somebody come to me and they go, well, I know you weren't in China. Well, I don't want to do that. And like, well, I know someone, a couple people have been in China. Or I'm going to go to Taiwan. And you have more to say on the issue, right. guaranteed, than, than most people. Right. Mm. So, so yeah, I think it would be a quick check-in normally, not a lot of dinners, but I had a couple of pals and we, uh, they, one was an older guy and had a sailboat down there. So we just hung out and the, my friend Neil, he, uh, he was a, he's a younger guy, but he was into cinema, which I was. And, uh, we did a practicum together down in Kingston and yeah, you got along great. You, you mentioned the, the theory and stuff mm-hmm. does, is thinking about you said you're not a, a, the most academic of students. Mm-hmm. Doing the thinking about the theory and the pedagogy and going back and mm-hmm. and do I got it? I've taught. I I know I know how to handle myself in the classroom. Sure. Do I need all these rules and three point five section A and mm-hmm. is that stuff intimidating going back or is it just I got to do it even though I might not use it every day? It's something I got to do. A, a good teachers' college is going to get you set up for that first of all. Like at my school, you had to have a month plan. And yes, you're using all the curriculum strands. So it just takes a little talk from a veteran teacher. They're going to say, well, here's the curriculum. You're not going to do it all. So pick what you like. And, and you know, we have a lot, you know, critical race. There's a lot going on in terms of, uh, of teaching um, right now. But I think whatever your, your stance on that, and I think most people would say we want if you're teaching English, you want perspectives, whether it's a, you know, a female immigrant from uh, whatever country or, or a black urban experience or, you know, classic novel versus, versus a modern novel. Indigeneity, you know, is, is, is a, is an important topic, but I find it's not that hard to think about because, you know, people like me, you know, 40s white male you're going well you're you're part of the problem well i don't take it i don't take I don't take it personally i like yeah i i get that mm. but i could certainly present the curriculum and 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 the kids can be exposed to it and it's not a political thing to me mm. so there is um you know it's not uh, 
not worthy of, of this discussion just because I am not up on the, the latest battles and micro battles. But but, but being in a multicultural family and yeah. having lived abroad yeah. and been a minority. Gives and, you some street cred. Yeah. And, and minorities <laughs> in Korea are different than a lot of countries, I think. I mean, this is a very homogeneous place and you are sure. pointed out regularly. And, yeah. um, and I must say the teachers that I've worked with, they're not sweating it too much. They're 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 veteran operators. They've grown with their profession. I didn't see too many in the schools I was at. They were like, eh. Mm. And I did see that when I was going through school. Mm. So so the optimism is still there. The COVID stuff has really sunk the uh, oh. the uh, the uh, wanting to be a teacher trend. Wanting to be a teacher and questioning your life and that. But like the the back and forth I have with these teachers, some really good teachers. Yeah, they're still doing the training. They're still optimistic, not sweating anything. But I think for some of the young people, Oof. they get locked into. I have to teach indigenous this, and I, I might screw up, or I I don't have the language for it. Mm. And you know they're young people, so maybe they don't, mm. or, or 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 maybe they see that pothole. But I, yeah. I would say if you're a you know you're a honest operator and you're 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 a seeker, and you're not putting your views on on the kids like you you guys have been teaching forever. You know how to do that. You set up a topic and you're yeah. like, okay, well this is you know this is the situation. Present some information, get their yeah get their opinion, yeah, and try yeah. to you know limit the, the the conversation from getting out of control. And somebody yeah. say, Dad says you're an idiot, you know that sort of thing. But uh, I I find it is a great responsibility. You're very liable for. Uh, liable, liable. You're liable for any sort of accidents and things. So teacher care is my stress. I don't want someone to run out of the building. Right. Mm, right. Other than that, eh, the back and forth's good. I teach middle school now, and it's. Uh, it's is there great. is there lots of transferable skills from Korea, or what would be the biggest the uh, the biggest one? I'd say if you do five five years of uh, teaching at any level here, mm, you know, if you taught in high school or middle school or whatever, whatever the epic program, you're probably in really good shape, but. Mm. Uh, but uh, the, the mistakes that you made, and, and some people never get over those mistakes. They just keep being a sucky teacher. Mm. You know, there's a few uh, examples we won't mention but in our, our group. But uh, some people don't get out of it. But some people, they kind of have a breakthrough and they go, well, a little less talking or, or I present it this way. Mm. And, and they do get better. I, I think just uh, if you're already in Korea, you're, you're a pretty durable, interesting person. Mm. You're probably going to be okay that's, coming back to that's kind of how that's kind of how i see it so so there's hope of plenty for the the teachers that are here now you're you know you're going to have to prep and plan and save up the money just don't don't go back with 800 bucks in your bank account but mm. you can you can do it what about um when you're when you are let me be last one on teaching but mm. uh, when we had a, a teacher from the busan foreign school in here sure, yeah. and he was saying uh their curriculum that they brought in what is it ap yeah. Maybe the AP curriculum. He said, like, if you don't want to, you don't have to. You can just, you, you can just be almost a delivery man. Like, you can just go in and like they have a script. Like yeah. today, we're going to. Is that how it is at home? I mean, coming from here, where I, I got to create every mm. single thing that I teach. Going home, you're like everything's ready for it. Yeah. No, I I think the strands actually really help ground in my teaching. Mm. And you, yeah, you don't have to cover anything. Actually, in the Ontario one. Or is it the Alberta one? You don't have to teach Shakespeare in high school. Nobody knows that, but it's like, yeah, you don't have, you don't have to. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's all these little things. I, I would, of course, mm. but, but um, yeah, it's pretty flexed. And these strands, so the strand says, I'm trying to think of an example, but it'd be uh, 
it just grounds your lesson planning because you're like, oh, I have to do this to achieve this. Mm. So before, when I didn't know curriculum, mm. be like, oh, I have a great idea, but I don't know why that works. Why am I getting this good response from yeah. the students? So, it's so now the, you're almost reverse engineering your, yes. your, your approach to so, the... So I totally recommend people mm. going to teacher's college, even in their 30s and 40s, because mm. you're going to get work and you're, yeah. you're going to be pretty you're going to be pretty switched on to what's going on. Before I started my master's, I was like... I I do everything. I yeah. I I, I yeah. literally I, I know everything. And then first class, I was like, "Oh wow, I know nothing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, teaching yeah. is a humbling profession, anyways. And Brian, you're a, you're a, you're a, you have humbleness in you, and you're you're a, you're also a seeker. Mm. So so it, it surprises you, but it doesn't deflate you. It's just kind of like more to know. Okay. Yeah. You know, more always more right? always more to know. Always right? more to know. And if you, you believe that, then you're gonna be. I love you're just the, gonna be okay, right? I love just. You know, having like I said earlier, that that base knowledge, that mm. fourteen years of of experience, yep. and now just like, ooh, I like this. And yep. You can just add that into your arsenal, oh, and you're like, sure. oh, yeah. and like that's a, basic a good things feeling. like crowd control. I'm very good. People like my friends who are not teachers and organizing something. I'm like, oh, get over here, or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, you're a teacher. <laughs> you forget because you're you're with a a friendly mob, right? Yeah. I, I love telling the not to get too off track, but I love telling the students I work with because I'm a sub teacher. It's like, oh yeah, you guys could all walk out of this classroom. I'm not going to physically be able to stop you. It's this like social experiment that we're agreeing that we're going to be spending this time together and i'm not a robot you unplug and plug in like yeah. a human like yeah. like let's have a let's have a time here yeah you know and it, and they have a laugh at about that because they're like we can leave i think substitute yeah, teacher a sub teacher at home might be the best job ever oh actually a couple of my friends say huh. yeah you because you don't have to prep yeah so you just roll in there but then where's the computer oh it doesn't plug in so you got your pants around your ankles if you're not careful so you bring in the big briefcase i thought the language teacher (laughs) might the language teacher i I know a girl at home who's a language teacher Mm -hmm. and i think she splits her time between two schools last last i heard so i think she goes in she's got her cart yeah go it like i mean you got your cart that means no decorating a classroom no No. talking to the moms no card or cart 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 cart, cart. yeah yeah. she's absolutely right she's She's gonna decorate her car living the dream french teachers here (laughs) and some of the modified cards is quite funny and they got everything yeah oh yeah here's this here's that that might be the best yeah the best of both worlds man so you just mentioned that you're a a substitute teacher Mm -hmm. a couple ones what is is the the end goal is the permanent teacher for sure, yeah. In, I, in Ottawa, willing to move? Uh, no, in Ottawa, I think because of my wife's career, she's uh, she's our she's has she has, has a lovely life with her career, and she's got friends from work, and it's really um, I'm just so happy and proud of her that that it's worked out. And the job that she does as a construction estimator is a it's a really tricky job that a lot of she puts in bids for buildings, and you know if you're <laughs> off by a hundred thousand, you still have to fulfill the contract. Things like mm. you you you, you got to be. You, and she what she does is the duct work, like the sheet metal and the uh, all the air conditioning systems. Mm. So if you know. <laughs> couple of units missing there's 30 grand uh absolutely the opposite of what i like to do i'm all feelings and sunshine and you know what do you think about your life so yeah we would definitely be in ottawa right now that for folks who want to go back to teachers college or whatever i think we're going to have a window here two or three years where you're you're going to get some work and instead of waiting five years to get a full-time job we're cut down to like i i right now i've been offered um long-term contracts because teachers are taking leave, they're yeah. reevaluating everything. That's like a long time sub. Yeah, like same class, 
for the rest of the year or whatever. Yeah, so long term. So that may that may be there for me when I get back too, because at the end of the year, it's always kind of kind of dicey there. A mm. lot of teachers have kind of survived the first few months, six yeah. months, and they're like, oh, I need a, I need something, or I got to go for an operation or something. Mm. Yeah. What uh, when we used to have subs? Mm. I mean, that was a license to <laughs> to be a dick, kind of. Mm. Um, but sometimes you get that really rad teacher or cool teacher yeah. or whatever, and then it was it was didn't he didn't want to he wanted to be he was awesome so whatever or she was mm-hmm. um so what what what's the mood like when when uncle andy comes in so what, what are the yeah. kids going who is this guy or do you, you give him a quick joke or story first because a I mean, lot of dad jokes my issue i'm still modulating how i teach delivering the curriculum is not a problem right but i'm getting them so fired up that sometimes depending on the types of students there are, there's some that will just go with the jokes and then go back to the work, right? Mm. And there's some that work you a little bit harder, especially with the COVID, with the mass, with teaching gym. Uh, being a PE, PE teacher, there's a couple of... Like, Is that what you are? No, I'm an everything, everything teacher, mostly okay. uh, English and math. Okay. But the, the, the space of a gym, say, mm. very different crowd control and management. So I always hate teaching gym. Well, I shouldn't say I hate. I, I love teaching. But the most challenging <laughs> is the PE. And then people are like, oh, no, it's you know, dodgeball, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but someone's going to get hurt or fall on their head. or and, and a couple of guys, they wouldn't keep their masks on. Mm. So I'm tweeting it. And I'm like, well, I can't do that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they mask her off. Mm. So all these little battles and sort of thing. Uh, Can you uh, still call kids pussies or no? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and you have to really, you know, not not bully them like they used to, even in our day, kind of lean on you and say, don't be a jerk, right? You'd oh. Be, you'd have to be very we, careful. We had a couple, uh, we had a couple of fun ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, my, uh, my era, I'm a little older than you guys. My era was when the beatings were just ending. So grade eight kids, when mm. I was in kindergarten, I have a very good memory. I can remember hearing about the older Older, older brother types are getting thrown into lockers by their teachers. And, mm. like, it's kind of the last of the beatings. Mm. So I never saw any of that stuff. But now, um, you know, you, you respect the person. I, it's evolved in a very in a very good way. Yeah. Um, I was never a, a bully-type intimidator, even when I was upset. So I think, uh, I think there's no risk of me losing it or... Uh, but there is always a, a misstep of, of a word you say or something like right. that. And I was like I, I had a situation when we were talking about comedy, and because ki- the kids were liking my jokes, and then they were telling me jokes. I'm like, well, nothing, you know, R-rated here because I know it's going to go bad, right? Yeah. And this nice girl's in the back, and then she says something, and it's it's kind of faux racy. It's not bad, mm. but I go. I go, oh, you're the you're the uh, 18 plus crowd. You're the 11 o'clock show because, you know, comedy stores. Mm. And she didn't get it. She thought it was like adult, like 18 plus, like, you know, like. A, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I played dumb. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Because you're, you know, you're the you're the you're the tough topic comic or whatever. Yeah. And the kids are laughing, but the kids let me off the hook. They're like, no, no, we know what you were saying. Yeah. I didn't say anything wrong. Yeah. Right. But just going 18. They don't understand. I think of it as. 14 is a 14 for movies and then 18 is R. Yeah. Yeah. So, so teachers are always kind of putting their foots in their mouth, walking on eggshells. But the the goodwill and to keep it clean here, you're, you're in good shape. You're not going to really offend anyone. I had a kid try to, uh, uh, tell an abortion joke and I would have had to have bring it, brought him down to the office. The swearing doesn't get me so much, but it was, 
It was just something that he had heard from an uncle or dad or something. <laughs> but what had happened, he's trying to tell this joke, but the class was loud enough that I didn't hear it. Just heard the beginning, nothing else. And I said, man, you are so lucky. I didn't hear that. Mm. I think I know, I think where, where it was going. Yeah. Do you know you would have been suspended? All this stuff. Yeah. He was just ashen. Yeah. He was just shooting his mouth off. Yeah. I said, I didn't hear it. Yeah. Nobody heard it because these two were too loud yeah. too loud and shouting about bts so yeah. you know wow and 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 because middle schoolers are trying out things absolutely yeah i would say even even until until college i had oh, a, sure i was a jackass sometimes i to... had a, a chune student like, like just so my that's... life would have been illegal yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly she she rattled off one day just like a horrible racist joke and i was just like do you, do you understand what, what you're saying? She's like, that's fun. I'm like, you can't say that. It, it was 2019. Like, man, you can't, you yeah. can't talk like so, that. So the reason teachers are always tired, and we're retired here too, mm. but there's a little bit more because you got to make 500 decisions in a day, mm. and some of them are those sort Decision of Decision fatigue, yeah. As soon as you start sending kids down to the office, just like here, it's like, well, you're a pain in the ass teacher. You can't, yeah, you you can't, can't control. control. Yeah. And they'll say all the right things. But they know who can manage and who can't. Yeah. So I would say a kid says something pretty brutal there. It's the teacher's call. And, and it's like you are your own. You take them out in the hall, give them a chat, maybe get an apology. I haven't had anything too bad except for that, but yeah. I didn't hear it. The chat's not strong enough. You're on the front page of the paper tomorrow. Right. <laughs> right. So so I do try to cut off. The... <laughs> You're tagging all the, all the ends of their jokes. And that's what she said. That's, no. yeah, exactly. that's what you do, do kids. You, do you think it'd be much different if you were the homeroom teacher? But sometimes I'm acting as that. I'm wandering, but sometimes it's just two classes I have to deal with because I, I sub for homeroom teachers. No, no, but I oh, mean, like, oh, if you had the I same kids all year as you're the English teacher all year with those kids. Oh, well, they're going to screw up at the same rate, but the... As opposed uh, to just, here he comes, the, the new guy. Yeah, very few kids, because my will is good, Yeah, very few kids work me. Nice. Because I can, like, I can take it right outside the bubble and go, you know, here I am, existing, I have a wife, I've come here, and you've uh, told me this, and, like, and this guy can't learn, and, you know, just make a big play sure. out of it. They're like, yeah, that's true. They're like, yeah, you don't like me? What, uh, you want me to do some push-ups? <laughs> how, how may I give you a better, you know, experience, <laughs> right? And they go, yeah. <laughs> but you don't be shitty with them. You just say, yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think if you got the experience here, you, yeah. you could. You could just do stories if you want. If you had sure. to, you could, there's a lot of sure. The, I think you usually get the first volley of, of defiance. You you <laughs> volley it back wittily, wittily. Mm. I think that's a word. Uh, then you're good. Yeah. And I think too the maybe teaching in um, in school at home, there might be less pressure here. I mean, in my early years in Hogwans, dude, you you feel like the director's breathing down your neck, or you got sure. a you got a camera in your class, but and you're even, like, oh, I got school. I got to produce. It's yeah. the other teachers in the same grade, or every, everyone knows, mm. everyone's watching what everyone's doing, yeah. like, yeah. and you don't want to step out of line. No, I I, I don't. Uh, you know, the old days are golden for me here. Because Jeffy and Mark and Al and all the boys, Pocorino, and showing me the ways and having a having a having a great time, and Eric and the guys, you know, all the guys have gone back, Mikey. But but the teaching at times was not great. Sure. Be, because I wasn't always effective, and because of the directors, it's always a bottom line sort of thing. But mm. hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, yeah. So you were an all star when you were here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so so I am glad to have gotten through that. But my mind wasn't on the teaching as much then. My mind was getting out there and having a 
having a good time. Mm. And that good time and my youth, like with many, kind of saves you. It steals you against the not being great and or having pressure mm. on you. You guess like, well, I had a rough day, but I'm off at nine. Don't have to go into one. Yeah. Yeah. A little privito in the morning, but you know. What, uh, in terms of the state of education, I've heard lots of different opinions out of Canada. I know we used to pride ourselves and think it was one of the better or mm. best options. What about, we haven't been there in, in this system for ages, but we have nieces and nephews and stuff. Yeah. What, what what do you think? Where has it gone? Is it going in the right direction? Are there big improvements coming? Can there be I think so. more funding? Big, so I teach a lot of grade seven and eight. Uh, the sophistication on the math is incredible. Uh, more people are better at math than they were in our our time, which is good. That's that new method. No, I, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't even actually see that. I, 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 I'm teaching classic rock. Like, it, there's a lot of that's still the same. What's but, the new method? Oh, oh there's a way you Those do the YouTube math videos, and yeah. the, the counting the things. Uh, Make okay. a box around yeah, it, yeah. put something over no, it. No, no, I, I didn't see that. Although I am, it's like I am a Chinese such TikTok a curious guy <laughs> that I'd love to see it. And you know, there's kids have asked me things in math I didn't know. But what I do is, gee, he's so good at math. I'll get the slide deck and I like prepare for every possibility. I'll do the math. You'll teach me, and it's grade seven. Like I should know, but I don't. So I got to learn it and, oh. and have all the answers. So it sort of takes you back to your beginnings of teaching. Mm. Um, the same as here. You but learn but as I you would go, say right? I would say the teachers now, like whether even if they're older in their fifties, there, you can't say way better. But I know that the kids have jumped a grade. They're not Korean level in terms of learning math. They're still a grade behind, but I would say they've jumped a grade in terms of what they're teaching at that age. I could be totally wrong teachers yeah. out there, but uh, the stuff I'm seeing, I'm seeing I'm seeing three quarters of the kids getting it right off the bat mm. with, with that proper teaching. And then the other kids are mostly getting it. They're still, you know, four or five in a class, whether they have a learning delay or they're, they're just not mathies. Like that, that, that's another one. How, what would you say is the... You got a diverse. You got a, a classroom full of diverse kids. Sure. Uh, kids per class, twenty five. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. And what? Who's not? Uh, or what percentage of that thirty would not be uh, your standard? Your standard learner. I, I'd say that I'd say about five. There, there's lots of below average, mm. but 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 the rest of the group, um, you're you're pretty much able to get get them with the circle teaching. You know, it's a great thing. It's so funny in, in indigenous learning that, that that's that circle teaching. There's different words for it. You keep coming back to the concepts and it, it becomes part of you. Well, it's one of these things. Well, well, just teaching. You do that and you get everyone swept up in, in understanding the concept. You got to go back to it. Okay. You got to be very careful about that. So I've seen teachers do great things like that. But yeah, there are five. If it's an ESL thing, they're going to go and get some extra help. Some of them are... are not quite able to be helped like we would because we we don't have that after school stuff for them you can only be so giving of yourself generally yeah. but i'll sit with the kids who are having i'll get four kids around yeah. a circle table and go okay you're not getting this i'm not you know pointing you out from the class because mm. the class is just doing their thing but you gotta do this this and this mm. so i've seen some great teaching um the uh, woke i won't even say woke because it's just you know it's such a overused term an overused term. Um, yeah, there would be teachers who are not, or have sort of weaponized the curriculum and, and they think that there's a certain mission, but you, you kind of got to talk, you, well, you, everyone's in their own lane. You're not talking mm. to anybody, but I think there'll eventually be a pushback 
Um, if it's gone too far at all. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I know the sex ed one was a big one, but I, I just don't know enough of the details of that. But in terms of voices in, in language arts, mm. um, I'd heard from one friend, they said uh, a high school grade 11 is going to be all Indigenous writers. The whole, like a, it would be like a university course, right? Mm. That would be a course I took in university. Yeah. I don't know if he's got that nailed down, but that was something that he had heard. Now, I would disagree with that. I, I, I think I think from the, um, the administration side, they don't think that our approach to Indigenous teaching is sophisticated enough yet that we can trust people to do it on a certain month or sprinkle it in. Mm. And they're going, well, we're going to just, we're just going to deal with it in grade 10. Something oh. like that. Now, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard from a friend. And I disagree with that. I disagree with that completely because I think you got to be a veteran operator that looks at a book and, and you, you interrogate a book. You say, who's the voice? Who's missing from this story? Oh, yes. You know, how current is it? You know, like To Kill a Mockingbird. I learned that. It's okay. It's about it's about race. It's a, it's a classic. I don't not like it, but I wouldn't teach it anymore. Mm. It's so you know there are there are more more current things, right. yeah, and and a more sophisticated handling of the issue. So yeah. so it, so again, it's not a it's not a woke thing. It's teachers have large egos, they get marching orders, and then some of them just sort of weaponize it or not know what to do with it, and and it's a it's virtue signaling. It's this uh, you know I'm doing this and that. But, but I really I haven't seen it too much. Mm. I, I really just see really cool, competent people who want to do better and that's awesome and, and being humble in their approach yeah yeah what on the same kind of mm-hmm. topic there i mean and it was you know we get these drips and drabs of, of what's going on or sure, whatever and sure. then the boys send something over yeah the unisex bathrooms mm. the teacher who goes by they and them sure how is that stuff being handled being dealt with being taught being is it being embraced is it is it a major conflict of interest well, still for people? Or it's a great question. Again, wouldn't wouldn't know everything on that, but I think in the general con- public conversation, there's very little grace for people to make mistakes and sort of learn. You know, you you make a you know on the the pronouns, or you make a, yeah, make a mis- I think people are pretty forgiving, but I think the commentators out there are like, well, you're a horrible human being, and you have no uh, soul. <laughs> you have no soul. Um, you know the bathroom. Very, very tricky, but they, you know, they solved it. You've got these, uh, you got these single bathrooms and everyone can use them. You know, whether it's, you got to take a number two or, you know, this is your status and, and yeah. this is a comfortable place for you. And thank God they, they thought of that, you know, because, because it was a really tricky thing. Cause you have a, you know, an 18 year old who has transitioned or, 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 or is, cause it's not just transition here you are. And then here you are. Although it seems right. like that, it's like no. everyone's kind of sorting out their gender identity, yeah. how they, you know, how they present themselves mm. and, and, and you have parents going, okay, well, okay, well, how does this all, how does this all work? And I think the, the single use bathroom was, was, was just a, a great idea and they probably need more of them and everyone deserves a little privacy mm. to weigh in on that more. I mean, to me, you know, I had a, I had a teacher candidate with me at teacher's college. He came dressed as a lady one day, he, I always knew him as a, as a fella, so he presented himself as a lady in a dress and, and whatever. And, you know, I'm in the, in the uh, cafeteria line. How's it going? And How did you know him as a fella? Because his name was Doug and, or whatever his name was. And then one day, he, I, I, I didn't call him by name because I was 
<laughs> was not sure by now. Hey, how's it going, buddy? And whatever. Yeah. And and that was that was his way of saying, well, I'm in a comfortable spot here, mm. and this is really who I am. And and you know, of course, I'm thinking, well, you you've got a little bit of a struggle here because we're the whole thing is evolving in terms of is it going too fast or if people have different takes on it, are they evil and wrong and whatever? Mm. So so a little lack of grace on the public discourse. But in terms of the schools, not too bad. And and certainly I've had students change their names while I was teaching them, mm. change their pronoun, you know. That was one of my one of the discussion questions that certainly welcomed, actually. The students are very supportive. One of yeah. the discussion questions that we had was it's the first day of school, you've been briefed on one student who might be mm-hmm. uh transitioning, or it may it was a female that's that's uh, dressing as a male. Right. Um and the question was, what do you call or when you're calling the the attendance, do you yeah. say their the name on the attendance, the new name, or do you ask in front of the class like, hey, what should I call so you? So you butcher the name and then they tell you what their preferred name is, either in front of the class or <laughs> oh, is that yeah, is that the if somebody tells me ahead, oh, that happened to me. Oh no way. Oh yeah, but it's not see, and, Wait, well, yeah, and, but... and the grace thing goes two ways. So you have somebody who is has changed the the, the pronouns and their 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 gender identity yeah. how they want to do. Well, if they're if they're they were if Michelle and they want to be Michael or Mike, it would be mm. something that's generally the names are like Pat could go both ways. Yeah, Try yeah. to or a really cool name. Yeah. But but if somebody doesn't tip you off, yeah, you walk into that and you go uh, Patricia, and they go, Nah, I prefer Pat. And you go, Okay, easy and enough. All the kids yeah. know the deal, anyways. Honestly, a kid switched the name twice, and people <laughs> could say, Well, that's frivolous or this is that. I just want them to be very happy. And I'm so glad that kids who are 12 or 13, because a lot of them have religious backgrounds or they have just kind of like, yeah, you know, I, I'm not quite getting what the deal is. Uh, as long as the kids are treating them with respect and they can and they say, you know, that's Pat or that's mm. whoever, then it's working at, in the class. I'm sorry to ramble, but in the class, things seem to be working themselves. Mm. Okay. It's the cool. parental concern and uh, how do we navigate? Yeah. You know? Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. But anything else? Could we, could we do music? Sure. Quick, you've you've seen a lot of uh, a lot of concerts in Korea. Yes. Yes. Uh, can you give me your Mount Rushmore of uh, Korean uh, concerts? Oh, not or necessarily Korean bands, but concerts uh, while you were here. Well, it, you know, a great thing happened uh, when the CD sales stopped. Everybody mm-hmm. had to go on tour, and that also included coming to Korea. Um, you know, going to the uh, the Metallica Tool show <laughs> with NBA basketball the same day that was that was one of the better days there. Uh, saw the Eagles here. I saw Stevie Wonder with my wife. Saw Billy Joel. Mm. Saw James Brown front row a couple months before he passed. Ooh. So Koreans they love live music, and you know when I came to Ulsan they never had concerts here, but they had jazz kind of jazz outfits. If you could, if you knew a cool older Korean. Gentlemen, be like, hey, go have a beer and listen to some jazz music. And I, I, I was turned on for that. Never got onto the scene because that's not the scene that the teachers are on. Mm. But I appreciate that Koreans love sports and they love music. Uh, who have I seen? Well, back home, I got to see Paul McCartney. I went with uh, Nate, now Nate's parents. I, 
I had met them, well, once for the wedding. Had I met them another time? Had they been over before? Yeah, first time you would have met them here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I met, yeah. I met them twice, but whatever. Just kind of have a meal or whatever. Yeah. And they picked me up at the airport there, give them a <laughs> hug, and we go to this great great bar restaurant. And, and they, they were so kind. I was going to Paul McCartney alone in Winnipeg because that was just, I was home from, yeah. and, and Ottawa had already played or something. And they like, I don't know, they'll, they'll, listen, they're going to hook you up or whatever. They'll pick you up. And, and, yeah, they're such great people. They decided they'd go. They go. Well, let's just do it up. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, dad's yeah. a music. Yeah, yeah, music lover. But 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 I but I, I feel it just all connected nicely. And then uh, yeah, we had this great talk, and I got to know them. I got to know them very well, which is which is always fun when you get to an age where you can talk to adults, yeah, <laughs> like <the old> adults, <laughs> you know, and know how to listen and this sort of thing. So we had a great great time. Paul McCartney was a, a top fiver. I'm a Tom Petty guy. I saw him just before he passed. Uh, You've seen him too, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen I've seen half the Beach Boys, so I'm going to see the other half this summer. They're playing with Chicago. <laughs> they got one fifth of Chicago and half the Beach Boys. So I'm going to see the I'm going to see the Brian Wilson Al Jardine side. I, I've seen the Mike Love and Bruce Johnson side. So so uh, uh, my son likes the Doobie Brothers. So I haven't seen them yet, but they got both singers. Michael mm. McDonald's back with them, so that'll be good. Uh, I've, I've seen over a hundred concerts so name, so, a, name a person i've probably seen stones with the boys there say, where, the, where does the stones rank in that so hold on a second i know too you've been to yeah you've done solo missions driving five hours north mm-hmm. uh to watch um a music festival alone yeah so can you speak to how important it is how important the crew is to the experience of the concert versus visiting alone well the, the one in particular i remember i drove uh yeah he drove four hours to the mountain there i forget what the mountain's called g san rock, right. rock there you gotta walk four kilometers in <laughs> and the double bill was elvis costello you know pump it up opening for a radiohead Oof. so i said well i gotta go <laughs> and no regrets i to needed it. to do that alone <laughs> even with my best buddies like you guys could handle it not but it's like walking i remember monster drinks had come on the scene <laughs> had a monster could hear the opening sort of whatever of of elvis costello watched it watched radiohead they wouldn't play any of their hits really? they didn't play creep really koreans are so polite right yeah. just just yearning for it yeah played like one hit i knew that i knew they're i knew they're okay computer stuff but yeah. like but like they played uh for, forget the song but it was sweet relief for them to get the one hit and no creep because they're uh i'm not a jukebox band absolutely so walk her home get back go to go to school or go home and then go to school the next day the other one I remember, I don't know what the second <laughs> one is. It was an Eagles concert. I had to cancel a meeting at Unist. I said, it's a Tuesday. I got I to gotta go. James <laughs> James took me in his silver bullet, dropped me off at the train station, and very supportive, you know, whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Uh, it was that or, or when I scouted for baseball. It was one of those. Anyways, James always been a been a supporter there, a good friend. And, uh, yeah, went up, saw the Eagles. Went to the wrong place. Like, there's Olympic Park and there's oh. Olympic whatever. Didn't we do that for K1? Yeah, it'd be one yeah. of those mix-ups. It's like, there's the gymnasium <laughs> stuff right. and there's where the track is. Yes. So I went to the wrong Oh, yeah. We ended up... Olympic bet- Stadium and up- Olympic Park. Yeah, yeah. So We ended up... We thought we're like, oh, we're going to the horse races. And then we're like, no, no, no. It's Greyhounds. Like, no, no, wait. <laughs> These are bicycles. <laughs> we're betting on bikes. Oh, that's... I wasn't there for that one. That's oh. awesome. that was, I know that story. That was a K1. You were there for that. I was at one of the K1s. I would remember bicycle betting because I'll bet on anything. <laughs> oh my god! Bicycle racing and fixed, right? It's like all awesome. Oh, yeah. 
we we were down like everyone's betting old bag one. We're throwing twenty on yeah, yeah. twenty on a race. Guy, Some random guy shorts. comes up and goes, number five and number eight. And we're like, all right, number five, number eight. We won. He's like. You owe me some money for that. Like, well, okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love Korea. Yeah. <laughs> always something. Um, yeah, so I'm a music lover. Mm. Music brings happiness. Festivals bring happiness. I've got my tickets to see The Who at the original Woodstock Festival in May. And I've got tickets to Blues Fest from two years ago. Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels are going to be there. And oh. yeah, they weren't initially, but because of the delay... They're both in there. Added. I, I had tickets to, to go home and see them, but yeah. Corona sideline. Yeah. Oh, so it's rage. happening. I think that everything will be lifted. So, and I take my son, you know, Air Supply, you know, like the oldies bands. Uh, he enjoys <laughs> the Backstreet Boys. So for my son, road trips and music are, are a thing that we share. Awesome. We set up, but we set up the like the lawn chairs and we sit back a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, although I had him up, I had a, you know, horse with no name there, America. Yeah. I had him on the front row for that one, and he was he was liking that for a bit, but he nice. got a little fatigued there. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard when you're on the rail, your ribs are being crushed. Absolutely. You you remember when we were sitting front row at the baseball game? Oh, when that fly ball came. Oh yeah, wasn't that you and it oh. piled up in the chair? Yeah, poor you. And <laughs> you saved his life <laughs> with did. a karate chop. Of course, all four hundred feet away from me. But uh, like, hey, that's a good father fatherly instinct, when you're, man. Again, I'm a freeze guy, so when you're chicken shit, yeah. but you know the ball's coming to murder your child. Yeah, I had uh, enough uh, into me, I could push him through the seat. Yeah. Get down, you. And he's like Absolutely, yeah. But then the ball's over there, and I'm like Andy. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Oh, that nice. was a good time, man. Eh? That was funny. Yeah. Who haven't I mentioned to the friends there? I should drop some stories there, but uh, I don't know. You got most of them covered there. I got there. most of them. Uh, love, to, love to all the friends and love to all the people around the world. I was uh, I was just talking to a handsome Dom there from New Zealand. He was he was a, an old, he left in 2004 or five there and a good friend of Troy and mine. And, and it was just great catching up. And, you know, I miss, again, I miss all the New Zealand folks there. Kelly, I was wondering how she doing there, and uh, and Colleen there, an old friend. She's in Brazil, and just Colleen's in Brazil. She's yeah. she's originally from Niagara. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Her, so, her and Mike Hearn. So you remember Mike Hearn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's uh, I know he's in Vietnam, painting up a storm over there. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. A, so so there's all these names, and I won't mention everyone because I had a hundred people that I really loved. So sure. But uh, can you mention this guy here? Who's that? Who's the Olsenite that was on uh, the Joe Rogan experience? Ben Burgess, is that, yeah. Is that yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Did you ever? I never, you ever cross I never met him? him, but Al kind of uh, helped me out there because I was very he sad. He looks pretty familiar, though. Yeah, he? but he he was here in 2012, a visiting professor from University of Miami, yeah. and I think he went up to Seoul for a bit. But he'd crash on Al's at Al's spare bedroom there, mm. or in his he'd stay there. But uh, yeah, I was on Joe Rogan as of today. Yeah, they just put it on, and and quite left with his politics. He's an interesting writer and. Apparently, what he said, he had a great experience. So I always love that because Joe Rogan, to me, is pretty mainstream. And when I see educated, well-meaning people think he's like this radical guy, well, maybe he has a couple of you know goofy, mystical ideas, or or he's off on something, or yeah. he says a bad you know a slur, and he when he was younger, and he's but it was in context, he was just working through something. Yeah, you got to have grace. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, this guy uh, never met him, but he knew that we went to the Rolling Stones concert. So Al helped me from being very sad. He said, you know what, Andy? 
he knew we went to that concert in Macau and he was he was jealous. I'm like, so that guy's like my best friend now. I be- I believe um you can uh you can equate that trip to fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that trip you, you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to publish. And if <laughs> if our kids weren't three months old at the time, I would have loved to. Yeah, I would yeah, have loved exactly. to. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, unfortunately, that's not an excuse. Sorry, honey, I'm I, jumping country to. I think uh, at one stones. point, everyone except me had been up for 48 hours straight. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, lovely. Let's uh, let's end on that, and we will um, resume. Catch for, you back uh, for round two. Yeah, catch you back well, for round two. Loving being here. Thank you.